Yo mama's favorite comedian, yes. Nick motherfucking Kelly. Motherfucking <laughs> you almost forgot my last name twice. No, uh, thank you. <laughs> Nick to the motherfucking Kelly, what up? And then ladies and gentlemen, just shot a special, Oak Park's finest. Yeah. Uh, the motherfucking uh, 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 Motown Laugh King. Yes. Uh, oh. The name stick speaks for itself. Y'all mm. saw it in the motherfucking, uh, 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 whatever the title is. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Adams. Thank you for having me here in y'all home. I appreciate it, man. Thank Hamtramck, you. what up? Hamtramck, stand up. Hamtramck, stand up. All 16 of us. Uh, 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 we gonna start the podcast. I know you said it before. Start the story over. What's the last L you took? Last L I took, I was robbed at my job delivering liquor <laughs> on the east side of Detroit. Uh, it was me and uh, the driver that I was with. And um, it was Halloween. And uh, three young men of African-American descent... <laughs> Ran up on two guys With of African American descent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ran up, and basically uh, on the last stop. With the last uh, bit of liquor we was finna deliver, like it was no more liquor on the truck, so they had to hit us to hit the dolly, and um, they they took they took all the Patron because obviously that has the vaccine in it, and <laughs> they knocked it, it it went everywhere, and the driver Patron, it was a, it, was, it was it was it was the regular it was, it was the regular Patron, the, it was no it was the, it was the, the Blanco, the, yeah, the regular coffee. shit, okay. the Nejo is the shit they wanted, but we didn't have it, but they was like fuck it, it's Halloween, let's get what we can. It was on Halloween. Y'all had liquor, like they were like running at the liquor truck specifically, or there's like whatever's down there, we're taking it. We'll put it like. Like this. Like I don't mean to get too ladies. deep into this shit, this whole investigation, <laughs> but they have literally been hitting trucks like like for real. Like, oh, they yeah. really, no, these are professionals. Like, they're like, they, like liquor treat motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like we like we clock in and they be like, all right, yep, yep, let's go get ours. You know what I'm saying? Like they came in. up to Josh in the car. All right, be very calm. All right. Yeah. I, like uh, what I need to do, show me where your hands are. He's like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> Bro, it was wild. And like I said, they 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 slapped the liquor, uh they they basically knocked the liquor off of the dolly or the hand cart, whatever you might know it as, and it went everywhere, they grabbed it, they took off running. My guy started running after him, but then he was like making sound. He's like, <laughs> when he started running after the guys who robbed yeah, you, he started like, running after him, and then he was making sound effects. And I'm like, I'm like, if you gotta make sound effects and run faster, you're not gonna catch these. <laughs> like they just running. Like you know, if you need a motivation to make you run faster, we not catching them. And I'm not chasing them because I don't really do this for real. I'm a comedian. Right. I'm not a Patron bodyguard. You know right. what I'm saying? So I took that. They 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 got away with all that liquor, and then I called my girl. And I told her, and she's a traveling nurse. And I was like, yeah, man, we just got robbed by Zion Williams and a couple of his boys. Because the guy looked like Zion who robbed us. And um, she was like, oh, okay. And then she texted me like right after that a long text and broke up with me. Damn, what? On Halloween. Damn. Damn. I, yeah, and I had a show that night. Was and, it because you got robbed? You was like, you a pussy ass nigga. Yeah, you, like, you, that. <laughs> you think that's why? No, that wasn't it. Nah. It, was, it was because. Should have had the blicky on you, nigga. It was because she has a problem trusting me because of what I do. This comedy it allows wait, me to be wait a minute. Did, women was that the reason that you were late to like hang out with her? Like, oh, I got robbed again. Like, no, 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 no. She's she like, a traveling nurse, so she was like, mm-hmm. like, because of COVID, they offering nurses a bunch of stuff to go do shit. So she was in like, 
What part of Texas was she in? I wanted, it wasn't Corpus Christi. That was the first time. I think she might have been in like, I don't know. She was in some part of Texas and she just didn't, she just wasn't feeling me not picking up the phone, whatever, and all that. And she, this mm. just happened to happen at this time. And she just literally broke up with me yeah. the day I got robbed by Zion Williams. Damn. And it was like, <laughs> Did you that, actually get robbed? I mean, I did. I did. The company yeah, I worked for got That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? You're an alibi ass. That's a girl's mind for you right now. See, I went on a podcast and told them it has to be true. That's why she broke up with you. She was like, this nigga just made up this long ass story about me. Maybe she did, but I legitimately got robbed. So, like, I mean, I mean, I was. She's not listening, John. He actually didn't get robbed, but he's just keeping the story going. I legitimately. My spidey senses are tingling. I thought like it was a made-up story. I mean, I, I'm good at lying, but this is some real shit that happened. So that was the biggest L that I have taken Damn. in the past, uh, in, in most recent history. So, do you think that they they knew that the, there was only like one case of liquor left or whatever? They looked in the truck because we had the truck open. Were they because we was done? Like we was literally done, and my man basically ran it all down. He was like, I seen them kind of walk. Like one dude walked in to see where I was at, and then came back out. And then when they looked, and his boys came out the car, I guess, and looked in the truck and seen one of more liquor they was like this our last chance so he's sitting there waiting for me to come back out yeah to get him the one dolly that i just emptied all the other liquor off of and take the other one in they was like nigga it's not whenever and they went it was then and they got away with like three cases of patron how many of them was it it was three of them just how many cases how many are in a case uh, I don't know how many in a case exactly, 20. but they got. So what's going through your mind, like as they're like loading whatever the fuck? It was like, all right, with. grab some of the shit, and then it was like, but why the fuck am I grabbing this? It's like, who cares? It's, so you had know? to help him rob you, like you had to like, <laughs> grab the boxes. No, and, like they grabbed it. it, like I smacked. You're one an out of, you, you, You're liable. <laughs> yeah. Like I smacked it out of his hand. Then I'm thinking, like, well, if he don't touch me or touch my man, I don't right. give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, like you know, they not finna bury me in a Patron casket and nothing. Like that. <laughs> if, oh, behind this shit, they don't care. So it's like they just ran away. And like when he was chasing them. It's more your ego than anything. Because it's yeah. like, okay, if we get this back, are we going to get a bonus? Right. No. no. If anything, so, you're going to get fired. And then they ran into like yeah, some... Yeah, yeah, then they ran into some fucking field where it was like grass. And I'm like, I don't know how many people might be waiting on us to beat our ass over there. Mm-hmm. And we just let it go. So that was the biggest hell I have taken. That's... In recent history, Getting, Damn, that's Josh. that's a, that's the second person in the last few weeks that's been robbed. Rob that's the L's. that's the L they took. Who else got robbed? Nick Tanaglia got a, got carjacked in Southfield. Well, that's way worse. That's so it's his bad. car. Something like that. Yeah, his car. Right. His whole car well, he won. That's not yeah. your company, the Patron, yeah. or like that's not your product. You nah, know what I mean? Yeah. You're just a spoke on a wheel working for them, making carjacked, the money. Carjacked, or mm-hmm. like like somebody like get out your car, or somebody like like get out like like Grand Theft Auto, get out your fucking car. Oh, Nick, you're right it. though. It's ego. It's ego because it's I'd totally like to, ego. as much as I'd like to think I'd be like uh, every single time, just take it, just take it. It's smarter than not dying. Yeah. A part of me thinks I'd be like, just try to like, just, snatch that. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because you feel I've like always... they gonna tell the other robbers like you know Nick Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to take something from you, can he's gonna snatch my like wallet. Some, like it's some address. database where all cr- criminals go to. Like hey, Nick <laughs> yeah, Kelly, yeah, the one yeah. we can yeah. get every time. But like, but but also like. I don't know if I was like I'm thinking like Calexico, right? I used to work at this restaurant, and like if somebody came in and like held the place up, I'm kind of with you. I'm like, yeah, take the fucking money. This yeah. ain't my money. This all insured. Like right. this, you about to take three hundred dollars out the drawer. That's all that's in the drawer. Like if it's like, have... what if you were the boss though of Calexico? This all not... this shit insured. Yeah, it's, he all not, this shit insured. He's not bro. the CEO of Calexico. Right. Like yeah. it's not his shit. But yeah, if you were the CEO of Patron and you were getting robbed. 
for even Patron. Even then, is it worth your sure. life? Like, you don't know if they got a gun or something like that. Just saying. I know exactly. you don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. But, but that pride aspect is a real thing. But that's thing. just that man shit. It's like, yeah. now I got to go back and tell these people, Zion Williams and them stole <laughs> yeah. Patron from me. It's like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, and, and the air wasn't even me getting robbed. It was like the fact that you broke up with me when I told you I got robbed. At least, <laughs> at least wait till next week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, like, we, we, you know, you in Texas, I'm here. But she was just like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I was like, wow. Damn. So that was the air. I just told you I got robbed. I just told you I got robbed. At That's least a wait. Big L. You cry? No, nah, it wasn't you like cry. that. We back on it again. Like, you know what I'm saying? She back around. Women so weird. They confusing. Damn. She just, she just, she just had to do something had to happen. She just needed, and literally, I didn't talk to her for like probably three weeks after that. Then she sent me this long text. I think it's just crazy how I broke up with you and you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I do, but I'm not gonna trip about this shit, bitch. I just got robbed by Zion. <laughs> and you broke up with me. You broke, you broke up with me, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just want you to care. <laughs> right. It's like, come on now. Right. Show some emotion, Josh, please. What you want to do? But, um, okay, so uh, Josh Adams is here. Um, there, I feel like, because I listen to your podcast a lot, like, I feel like there's a lot, like, you've touched on, but mm-hmm. I want to hear. So, like, you went to Oak Park High School. Shout out to OPH. Shout out to Oak yeah. Park High School. You played football there. Yes, Lord. Yeah, you was Wide a quarter, receiver. quarterback. QB. Oh, damn. I you trash. In the back. Who me? No, I was straight. Yeah, how, I was good. How, how straight is straight? All area? Put it like this. Did you oh, get in the no, war? No, no, I didn't. Put it like I this. This is what it was with it. And I told this story today to my mans. Uh, okay, so... Bar City, uh, 11th grade, I didn't start. This other dude started. Mm. Then 12th grade, I took my spot back from him. But he was super fast to the point where it was like they put him at wide receiver. So he was just like a guy who was like he could do it all. And the office we ran, I don't know who listens to this podcast, but this is going to get hella technical. Yeah. The office we ran Talk was the wing it. tee. Mm. And the That's wing tee. It's trash. We had too many out. Like, the wing T is an offense that the white man, I'm sorry, the white man made up to kind of. run it down your throat. Yeah, kind of make up for with a lack of. Athletes, it's all, yeah. it's all, it's yeah. all like all the all white teams yeah, ran the yeah, wing. It's team. all like it's just straight <laughs> up like you block here, you put your hand here. It's mm-hmm. just very and you run here. You don't yeah. make up nothing and you go. Right. So we had too many athletes for that, but our coach made us run this. And I'm not a, I wasn't a running quarterback. And then I got big feet and the splits was tighter. So mm-hmm. when I was coming out doing all this jet sweep motion and faking all the buck sweep, I'm tripping over motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So I figured it out, ran track, got a little faster on my feet, and I started my 12th grade year. But I got hurt our homecoming game. Oof. And then the guy who was the quarterback last year, who was playing wide receiver, came in, finished the rest of the game out. Next game, we played Ortonville Brandon at mm. their homecoming. He scored six touchdowns, Jesus. and I Damn. never played football. <laughs> never played football Imagine again. Imagine if comedy worked like that. Like you got you right, like an ankle you, you before, sprayed, and I never get to do this again. Make your sh- I ain't gonna make you make your uh, your show tonight, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm gonna replace you. Even and your then. family's like, yeah. And then I you get on there, and Lauren Michaels see the guy, and yeah. then you know he on that scene. Lauren Michaels. I mean, like, and it's my man to this day, Byron, and he's my man. But he like mm-hmm. he ran like a fucking four three, and he scored six touchdowns. It was like a record at the time. Yeah, like Damn. we'd never seen it. Were like, you six six in high school? No, I was six foot three and a quarter. I Were your fingers seven. that goddamn long in high school? I mean, I guess I never looked at my hands, dog. Yeah, I mean, I just was a tall guy, like you know what I'm saying. You can see over the old line. That's yeah. So it was cool. It was like uh, football. I could hoop, but I just love football more than I like. Yeah, man. You never played defense. No, I didn't play defense. I, I, I wanted to. I could have played safety because, like, I mean, when you mm-hmm. play quarterback, you kind of the same awareness and anticipation you have yeah. at a quarterback is what you have at safety. Yeah. So I could have probably played safety, but I really wasn't into like contact and shit. So like, let me ask you this, dog, because. 
I feel like it was a, this was a little bit with me. I also played quarterback and I also ran the wing. This is my first time ever hearing this. I didn't yeah, know you played football I, at all. I, yeah, I played. I played college football. I played. Co- I played at Western, and okay. then I played. When did you go to Western? Two thousand nine. I feel like my sister went to Western. Two thousand nine, two thousand eleven. I played football, mm-hmm. and so. But I'm asking because, like, playing quarterback, I felt like I played that more because I was an attention whore, not because I was like mm. really mm. like I was. I was pretty good like obviously I, I made it to college but like yeah. I, but like was, do you think that was the case with you or do you just really just like felt like I wanted to play wide receiver which is another attention whore position anyway yeah. but I which, which, uh, by I, the way Emily like I, was, I didn't mean to get into the sports all the way like you're good <laughs> yeah she's sitting here and ain't saying shit yeah you're like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah wide receiver yeah yeah, yeah, yeah offense but uh <laughs> yeah like I wanted to play wide receiver because Jerry Rice was my favorite player and mm. but but yeah. I wasn't as fast as I needed to be and they saw me throwing the ball in Little League, and then it was like, I didn't realize. I'm left-handed, too. So it was like, I didn't realize I could throw the ball. I thought everybody, it's almost, it's almost like comedy. I thought everybody could throw the ball. Yeah. And then I thought everybody was funny, but it, that ain't mm-hmm. the case. And um, I thought everybody was 6'6". Six, six. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, everybody, uh, can't, pole, everybody can't dunk? Yeah. But it was like, I kind of just played the position because that's what came with it. And in, in life, you just get put in positions that you're supposed to be in. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't pick quarterback because I was like, I want everybody to look at me. Yeah. I, I hate attention, bro. I don't like this shit for real. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I go on stage, I come down, I kind of don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh So you was always like, were you always like the 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 high school like funny dude? Like were you the like lunch table or like roasting niggas type shit? I always was the funny guy, like like mm-hmm. from like uh elementary to middle school. And then middle school, I was like, all right, I told my I remember I told my boy Jesse, I was like, bro, we not finna be the funny niggas in high school. They don't get no hoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, we're mm-hmm. gonna change up everything when we get here, cause it was like the people that know us that talk that shit, we not going to acknowledge that funny shit. We going to dress cool and we going to finger bitches and we going to live our lives. <laughs> but when we got there, everybody was like, my man funny as hell. And in life, bro, you are what you are. And then as I've never been in a place and was not the funniest person or one of the funniest people there. Yeah. No matter where I'm at, it's just natural. Even if I don't try, like I was, you know, I don't try to be funny. It, I just say things in a way that happen to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I end up being pegged as the funny motherfucker. So, but the consistency, as far as I, I wanted to ask you about this, as far as your riffing ability, this got me fucked up. On, you want another one? No, I'm just one Clizzy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, these called Clizzies? No, yeah, no, no. I no, I no. I like there's like, like five times where somebody like was like, "You got something to drink?" And he just like, "I got a Clizzy," and they're like, "What's that?" I was like, "Nobody else calls mm. him that, bro." That's, That's what, what it is. Nah, we off the Clizzy. I know. Yeah, Clizzy McGuire. They are now, bro. Lizzie get this McGuire. going. Clizzy McGuire, bro. Stem Duncan. Go ahead. Clizzy McGuire. I was curious. It's hard to envision you in like your first year, year and a half of comedy, mm-hmm. going up and having like your set and your jokes and your little notebook. Because you're so natural with the you the way that you can weave in material mm-hmm. with yes. just your stream of consciousness, it's confusing to to me mm-hmm. like i watch it and i'm just like motherfucker is he doing a joke or is he just talking or what like you're you're knitting like a fine cashmere sweater and i'm it. like a fucking ass it's a lot of times where i felt like you was riffing until i saw you perform again mm-hmm. yeah and like boogie boogie's the same way too, yeah man. i'm i was just like i was just like oh shit that that was a bit i thought you fucking went off the dome with that one but it's, i mean it's it's, it's impressive like, so i guess my question it. is your riffing abilities how how long did that take you were you you were always funny, right? Yeah. Obviously, all of us felt like we were always funny, but did it take a while for you to get as free as you are? The way you talk, it's like you just don't stop, man. You got a motor mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like Eddie Murphy when he's doing like a, a woman impression. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Uh, like that. Go long, long, yeah. It's amazing. It's a. Uh... 
Yeah, bro. It's just like it's always kind of been like that. Like, really? It's just like I mean, you just like we've been funny forever. Like, I'm just gonna assume Boogie probably was always funny like that too. Right. And um, but there's a natural. difference though because like you know, me and EJ are funny, but we don't we can't just fucking keep like if, yeah. if EJ was as funny as you are, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be on the podcast. That's funny. <laughs> you lying like a bitch. Don't 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 don't, don't, don't do that. But I mean, nah. it. it's, it's it's always kind of like what I say, man. Where and that's like, also mean. That's, that's also very mean. That's also the most backhanded shit you done ever said. So, about if EJ was funnier, I wouldn't be on this podcast. But since he asked, no. What, <laughs> what like, I mean is like if if you could, like you you could do a solo podcast. Whereas like there's not that many people. Bill Burr and what fucking who else? Only uh, Bill Burr. I don't pretty think much that's only hard. Bill Burr. That shit's hard. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I couldn't imagine but, just talking. And not getting anything it? back. I Mom, love it. Bro. I love. It. I think it's a. I think it's great comedy practice. He is amazing at that. Like yeah. I like. That makes me insecure about my comedy. Like, why can't I do that? Like, right. maybe because I never for tried. Hours exactly. Glad he be sitting there talking. I'll be like, damn. And he and like and when he where the shit is funny, it's funny. I know. It's like he and just, there's no pauses. There's really not not that long. But of he's a probably pause been or... practicing too. Like I, I didn't hear it in the beginning, but now that shit is flawless. He's like, been I in the game know. thirty years, dog. Exactly. Like yeah. it's like you, you know, exactly. like yeah. you don't have. So it come with that, but but but, but like I said, it's almost just like uh, it's just always been there. So like like I said, it's some people who got it's like it's science and it's magic, bro. Like it's some people who have the technical side down mm-hmm. of comedy, mm-hmm. and then it's some people who just have a thing about them that they're just funny and it's not hard for them to just do it. Now, like I say, it's like when you marry the two, it's alchemy in my opinion. It's like that's when you become great. Like Amen. you know what I'm saying? That's so like like I always shout my man Ron out. Like Ron, in my opinion, is a scientist. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then he even said that he wanted to get cool with me to get some of the shit that I got. Like he was mm-hmm. like, it was something that you and CP do. It's a comedian CP who out in LA. Shout out to him. I know CP. He was like, uh, it's shit that y'all do that I want to get next to. You know what I'm saying? And learn that and then try to perfect it. And this is we all just a work in progress. So it's just, I've always been naturally funny, and people always say that, that I make comedy look easy. Like, motherfuckers be like, I get so many people that come up to me and be like, hey, bro, people tell me I should do comedy. And I'm like, all right, you <laughs> But I make it look easy, but it's like, you know, I definitely put in work, too. So it's like you said, like, you might have seen that joke, and that might have been the first time I did it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing it again, trying to figure out the nuances of it and everything like that. But yeah, it's just like I go up there, I'm going, I'm going to improvise, and then I'm going to weave in my material mm-hmm. inside of that. So like, something gonna happen. Gonna be let me let me ask you this. So like, uh, because like riffing and being able to go off like the dome and shit is something like I like actively worked on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so like, was that something that you felt? Was or, or was that something you felt you had to like perfect, or did you just come into comedy yes, doing that, and and then you just went from there, or were you were you a scientist when you came into comedy? Yeah, yeah, and, I came in, I was writing because yeah. I was nervous about you know because you know I didn't want to, I wanted to go up there and be good, so right. I had jokes. But the fact is, being able to improvise, coming up with something quick, that just means you can write. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just like all right, but it just I have to it's like live writing. Kind yeah, of. it's like you know what I'm saying. If I come up with an idea, I'm gonna take it on stage, mm-hmm. and then when I get up there, something's gonna happen that's gonna take it someplace. Somebody might say something. Something's gonna click up there where I'm gonna figure out where I can probably finish this joke at on stage. So in my opinion, it's like um, every my writing style just different. You know what I'm saying in the way I produce, but. The, the what I need to do anybody out there who kind of do freestyle and um, improvise you should record yourself that's the part of the job that you got mm. so that way you like alright let me figure out if this joke can be used again or if it was just for this this particular show mm. cause some shit just for the moment 
Yeah. If a motherfucker ain't got a velvet blue hat on all the time, <laughs> yeah. then I might not. <laughs> like, I just did a show, uh, I, I did an open mic where it was these dudes that had on all blue. And I was like, y'all look like crips that just happen to be magicians. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just went to this whole riff of ball. Like, Is this your car cuss? <laughs> and it's like, can I do that again somewhere? Maybe. But it worked in the moment because it was two niggas in blue tuxedos for right. no reason <laughs> that looked young enough to be crips. Yeah. Right. So it's like certain stuff is like, you got to figure out. But that's the work part. And I think that... uh. They always use the analogy like most talented people don't work hard because you're talented. Like it's a that's your burden is that you're so talented that you don't even really work. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a motherfucker who like Kobe Bryant who's talented and put the work in, you can be great. Because it's so many talented people that just come out and think that they can get by with talent, and it's like no, it's somebody gonna outwork you. So, um, so you playing? You're playing football. Yes, let's go back to sports. So you really don't. No, I'm 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 getting somewhere with this. So like, I gotta get my notebook. So like. You you're you're playing football. You're in high school, but you you're already known as kind of like the funny dude, yeah. right? So when did it click for you that like, you know, I'm not gonna really do shit with sports? And then when did comedy like become like were you, like was there was it what 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 there have been anything else in between you not playing sports and you starting comedy? Nope, it for was real? sports. It's like once I realized I wasn't going to pro, I wasn't going pro or going to college. I had offers. But it was like, I was dumb. I should have took the opportunity. But it was like, all right, D2, no, I'm straight. Yeah. So it was like, all right, what do I love to do? And then it just rewinds back to uh, Illin in Philly. It was Tommy Davidson's, I believe it was a Showtime special. And I remember as a kid seeing that, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but mm-hmm. I want to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was a movie, Low Down Dirty Shame, that I saw was like my favorite movie to this day. And I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, Low Down Dirty Shame. And then blooper reels from everything. Really? That I would see like Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Martin. It was like I want to be funny. So you like America's home videos and shit. I would watch that, but that was like Bob Saget. That's your corny shit. But it was mm-hmm. like just anything funny. I was like I want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. So then once I realized I wasn't going pro, me and my man's quit the football team. It was like what do I want to do in my life? What year is this? Two thousand and two. Okay. Two thousand and two, and then um I moved and I was like I want to do comedy and I, I realized that I was like I'm gonna do comedy I don't know I didn't realize it was open mics and shit here you don't know mm-hmm. until you know mm-hmm. once you in the game how old were you when you you decided to seven so when Damn. I yeah when I graduated I moved to Mississippi because I'm like I'm gonna start comedy somewhere where nobody know me so if I'm bad fuck y'all y'all strange <laughs> yeah. and moved to Mississippi and didn't find no comedy clubs like I had like Google Maps. All the comedy clubs in the in the area, like it was the Stardome in Alabama, it was a place in New Orleans, it was some places around, and I'm like, I'm gonna try to all these places and start comedy. I never did it because I didn't have a car for real, and um, so I spent like three or four years in Mississippi, just kind of not even three four years, or so 17, 18, 19, probably spent like two three years down here trying to just figure who I was, just yeah. be somewhere different, and I didn't start comedy till I moved back home in 06. Mm. um, and then that's when I started comedy. When so I you um. So you have realized, like, I just think it's so interesting, like, when people are told, like, like they're really good at something, mm-hmm. and then they actually go do that thing that they told them that they were good <laughs> at. Like, what like what made you, like, you were just like, yeah, maybe I should do this comedy shit. Like, oh. when, when, did, when did that come, like, you know, like, like how'd, you, how'd you start viewing yourself as a comedian more than just the funny person? Okay. Yeah, you know? fact, yeah. Now, this is, question. I skipped this part. That's so, why he's with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's what I want. I want that. She summarizes like, that shit. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Let me say what, what he was to trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, uh, so I was always, I was the funniest person in school or whatever. Um, they did a Black History Month project 
and they wanted host, and they picked me in the, in the English. Uh, it was like the AP English class, which I wasn't in, but it was like Josh should host it. It was me and a dude named Hubert Tucker. We was like the two funniest people. Talk I had been Hubert. Oak but he was funny though. He's like, blowing I, up in like, Philly. Right hilarious now. name. Bro. Put it like this. Hubert Tucker. I was yeah. like I was like the funniest person because I've been in that Oak Park district for so long. So I was just the funniest person, middle school, elementary to high school. And was Hubert fat? I just got to know. No, he was. Okay. Yeah. It sounds that like sounds he was like a big old dude. No, he yeah. was. He was like a little cock diesel motherfucker. He wrestled. Yeah. He was. A, but he came from Redford, and he just came over. And ended up being one of the funnier people there. Right, right, right. right. So, so they was like, we want Josh and Tuck to do it. So I was like, all right, if Tuck do it, I will do it because I didn't want to be there by myself. Yeah. So next thing you know, they like, we doing this. They gave me, they gave me money to rent a tuxedo, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then Tuck backed out. Mm-hmm. So now I'm the only one doing this, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought Tuck was gonna be up there. I was like, no, it's gonna be you up there, and then this other chick who's just gonna be like a host, yeah. but I'm gonna be the comedic vehicle. And I remember I went up there, and I was nervous as shit, bro. I got sure. tuxedo on, hair wasn't cut. <laughs> <laughs> My man had like a watch. I was like, let me wear your watch, bro. I wore his watch just to have it on, whatever. <laughs> and I went up there, bro, and I just was going. And then this was one of them programs where they basically was like. Everybody, you either go to class or you can go fuck around at this assembly. Everybody gonna go to the assembly. So this bitch was packed. Mm. And I'm like, I'm up here like, what the fuck am I gonna say? What am I gonna do? And I literally went up there, bro, and I killed. I don't know what I said. And it's like, it was one of the most amazing experiences. I was like, I want to do this Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Like, I'm almost still chasing that hat. Like, where I'm like, (laughs) I want to be, I want to do the perfect show. Like, I want to figure out where I'm at, like, my apex of my comedic power. And from there, like, I'm talking about after that, people like was talking about that shit for the rest of the semester. Hey, bro, well, you said this and you did that. And man, I, it just took my shit to another level. They, they, after that, they, they let me host the pep rally and I was mm. killing that shit. And then my uh, broadcasting arts teacher, Miss Simeon, came up to me and was like, uh, she's like, Josh, would you want to do some stand-up comedy if I set up some whatever, some stuff? And I was like, Man, I don't know, because in my head, stand-up was kind of corny to yeah. people still. And I didn't want people to know. It was almost like not wanting to come out of the closet being like, I really like niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about my comedy. Like, I do want to do this, but I don't want her to know that I really right, want to exactly. do this. Right. And I kind of played it like, man, I guess, whatever, because I was just the funniest person. I guess I'll suck the dick. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm like, you know, I... <laughs> I guess I'll compare comedy to coming out as gay. But that's what it felt like. (laughs) That's what it felt like. So it was like, all right, and I told Miss Simeon, like, all right, I'll think about it. Because I guess she was either going to plug me to some comedy shit Mm -hmm. or put a show together at the school. So I went to my girl at the time, and I'm 17. So I went to her and I put a little extra on it. I was like, we shared a locker. That's how you know it was serious. Mm. Are we good? I think so. Ride along with the Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Ride Along podcast with two. Ace, do you like this shit? Of course you do. I know you do. Why? Because you made it this far in the podcast, and thank you for doing that. And I hope you are enjoying this journey, uh, this this ride that me, Nick Kelly, and Emily Cole are taking you on. But there's some things that we need on this ride, okay? This is going to be a long-ass journey, okay? This is a long journey to get to our destination of freedom. All right? It's a long-ass ride. You know what we need on the ride? Some goddamn gas money, okay? We need some gas money for this trip, all right? We you we you wanna ride along, you wanna you wanna enjoy, you don't wanna fucking be pushing this shit on the side of the road. Then give us a little bit of gas money. 
Just a small donation if you're feeling real kind today, all right? Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, at Ride Along Podcast with two A's. You could donate $1, $100, million, whatever you whatever you're feeling today, okay? One cent. They still, they still got change out here, all right? So, uh, like I said, if you want to support in the best way possible, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Ride Along Podcast with two A's. Send us a little bit of gas money. All right? Let's get back to the show. Ride Along with the fuckers. Because fuck it, nah, at this point. <laughs> at this point. Uh, y'all got me drinking the cheap shit, and this bitch done stopped several times. Time, I didn't know this was the cheap oh, okay, shit, dog. Like, like, oh, that's the cheap shit, bro. Like, it's it's oh, the show is the cheap shit. No. Like, it's Hennessy. No, it's not That point was $30. I got to try. I got really got to try this preserve. How much do it have? It's privilege, and if you call it preserve again, we're going to fall. How much do alcohol got to cost? Like I'm, but I you thought know you a pint is thirty better, for a better quality. You you do understand? That's like, niggas be paying okay, nineteen forty two, and that's is, like a hundred dollars. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. this is in tequila terms. If it, this is like, it's not one hundred percent agave. That's like, you know ah. what I'm saying? Like with tequila, like when you get Jose Cuervo, where it's like gold, it's not one hundred percent agave. If mm. you don't, if your if your tequila is not one hundred percent agave. That's some shit. No, what's I got it? Too late. You're out of this bitch. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. So this is like this is like Jose Cuervo. (laughs) Essentially. Exactly. Hennessy Cuervo. Like when people make you think that it's uh I mean, you know, you can drink the drink it, but Bro, I just I know what I like at this age. I know what I like and what mm. worked for me. That shit See, I know me. I know you at the age where you like know what you like, but you yeah. also just started drinking like four years ago. Yeah, so fine palate now. It's all you take. All it takes is four years. I'm drinking my whole life, and I'm just like I just drink whatever. You was sixteen drinking, motherfucker. You didn't know what you was doing. You was just out here getting fucked up. Now Bush Light. I gotta know what I like. Yeah. So okay, that's a good question. Okay, I I know it's probably like a hard cut, but who cares? So. Um, my teacher. We getting back to that. Do you want to get back to you? I want to because I was going to ask you like what got you like you went this long ass time without drinking. Mm-hmm. Like why not? Na- why now? <laughs> why or why this this late in your life? But my thing is, why is it late? You really put them glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why is it late? Like like because y'all start drinking. At an age where you fucking wasn't supposed to do it. Yeah. I'm grown. Like I, when you grow, you make decisions like, okay, I'm gonna start eating ass. I'm a man. grown man, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it's Amen. like Amen. I started drinking because I was t- it was just like I'm a weird person to where I I'm Why like, didn't you drink is the question. Okay. Maybe that's the question. better question. She got so many great questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's better. That one. Yeah. But this is the funny <laughs> part about it. Because I don't like doing what everybody do. Mm. I'm a weird person. Like when everybody had braids, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm getting waves." Okay, well, and then when okay, everybody started we... going to waves, I was like, "I'm about to go ahead and get my braids." Waves, nah, I'm just about braids. I'm just a weird person like that. So if everybody was drinking, I was like, "Y'all lame," because everybody mm-hmm. doing the same shit, even though they might have been looking at me like I was lame. But I was getting tired of like going to places and being super judgy. And I went to Ski Weekend, mm. and this is a. Uh, Can you explain Ski Weekend to the listeners? That uh, MLK aren't... Ski Weekend is for but... it's a. Uh, the weekend, I feel like, and I, I'm probably going to be wrong, of Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, and black people travel to a ski resort to do shit that has nothing to do with Martin Luther King. <laughs> can white people or come? Or skiing. White people can come. <laughs> okay. Because it has nothing to do with Martin Luther King. 
we going to drink. They going to drink alcohol and fuck strangers from places that don't have snow. <laughs> so you gonna fuck a bitch from Florida, no Tennessee, skiing. or you know where they just they never seen it. So right. they coming up there. They like, wow, look at all this snow. And we from Michigan, like, I don't give a fuck about no snow, bitch. What's happening? <laughs> so I was up there, and I was just like, you know, I was just tired of being the only sober person, and people bumping into me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You know. And then I took it, and I finally was like, all right, let me drink. Let me take a drink. And I took a drink, and I was like. It was like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like the first time you nutted in a girl. Yeah, it was like, yeah. wow. And I've done that a lot. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, wow, y'all having fun? And girls were more receptive. And I got it. It was like, I speak y'all language now. It's like, right. I get it. And then from that point on, Damn. I kind of casually start drinking more and more and more. And um, it was just something that it was like, all right, bet I can do this. Like, and it turned my mind off. And I hope this doesn't, it's not, not, not the sign of an alcoholic having a problem, but. Doing comedy and being an entrepreneur, which that's what you are as a comedian, now that I'm realizing it's a business, I'm always thinking about our jokes mm -hmm. and merch and movies and scripts. And, and then I get in my head and get in my uh, bag of being like, damn, I done came up with another idea and I haven't done these 16 other ideas that I have mm -hmm. on my phone. Yep. Drinking made me be able to be like, all right, bro, just chill. You cool. Mm -hmm. It let me kind of decompress. And that was my thing. Like after a show, like that was my like, all right, bet that's my, that's my positive reinforcement. Like I don't drink before I go up because I don't like how my mind work when right. I got alcohol in me. But afterwards, all right, bet I take a shot, kick it and chill and get a little buzz. I don't get drunk to the point where I'm gonna get fucked up and be thrown up, but it just a little buzz and I'm chilling. You, you know didn't drink when you first started? No, no, I, you didn't. Like, you, you literally just like started drinking, ago, bro. bro. Yeah, literally, like. Damn. Like stone cold fucking out of nowhere. Niggas be fucked up when they see me now. Like my yeah. my sobriety was legendary in the street. <laughs> like niggas knew Justin drink, Justin smoked no weed. But now like they'll see me. Like it's people now they be like, nigga, you drink? Cause I still don't do it to the point where you would know. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you might see me, but now the people who know know. But motherfuckers be looking at me like and be looking at me weird, like everything. It's right? cause you always been an outgoing you probably always been an outgoing, like funny dude. So mm -hmm. it's like you like Seem you don't drunk. Or if you hang yeah. out with people and everybody's drinking, like he said, you kind of assume everybody. You don't have you right. like you 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 don't have no problem being the, being fun around. Like people still like grab, gravitate towards you, yeah. whether you're right. drunk or not. Yeah, you know if what everybody's saying? drinking, like you said, I'm I just like, assume everybody's drinking. Whereas, right. And like when I when I was like going through a period where I didn't drink, I would just drink soda waters yeah. or whatever, and people always just assume it was. It was tequila or yeah. whatever. I, I put tequila drink. in that Topo yeah. Chico, by the way, <laughs> wow. that you asked me to you get. You know what I mean? Like, people don't but notice. when you were talking about scripts and all that shit, I wanted to ask you, because I listened to the old episode that we had back in Johanna's basement, and uh, we were talking about, we, we started off talking about your pawn shop job, and I actually, for the first time in my mm -hmm. life, drove by Motor City Pawn today. Which one? Oh there's, shit! There's a, there's a few I didn't know if there was more yeah. than it's one. one in Ferndale. It's one in. Uh, no, it was. It was. It was. It was down there. It was down there. It's, it was the one that one. sounded like what you were talking about. <laughs> but uh, but we eventually you. got to. You were saying uh, one day I'm going to write a sitcom about yeah. this shit, and yeah. I was wondering if you, you have thought about that at all or not. I have because I've been it. thinking about it since. I will. Well, bro, we can sit down and do it together. You Dude, know what I'm I swear to God, you need a white face to walk into those places. Like if I come in, like I have this script, they're like Negro, please. Wait a minute, I don't want to just be the face though. No, but you can help me write it. But did you gonna be the? Because you gotta think. I don't know if you watch, but uh, with I'll be the face. But I want yeah. to also be like the Bro, brains. We too, in you know? there, but we just gotta be smart about how we go here to market the <laughs> shit. I come in there with this script. They gonna be like, uh, no, BT, we're fine. <laughs> I want them to be like FX, all that shit. I want to have all the outlets open up. You know what I'm saying? But no, right, bro, right, like right. I got so many ideas that I think that's a great concept. It's a very great idea uh, because you have you have the reoccurring guests or customers. Yes. 
or it's crackheads. And yeah, shit. yeah. Crackheads, regular people just fucked up. It's a lady who used to bring in, like, bro, her currency was tablets. Like, she had, she would come buy tablets and bring them back. And that's how she would just, like, like, bitch got like eight tablets in there now, bro. Like, really? She'd be like, let me get Marlboro Rides here. And that's tablet. what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> like, I feel like with that whole shit, and I don't even want to sit on here because somebody's going to steal it. So mm. fuck y'all. But we should do it. It's just a great idea because, like, you I said, think it is too. A it's, pilot. A, it's an ensemble cast. It's almost like the office on steroids because yes. then you have reincurring the battery loan is. And you have reoccurring, like, you got reoccurring people just coming through all the time. Like, you would see the same people, and then you can get the occasional out of just wild-ass guests, a wild-ass customer that come through that might come. We never see again, but we Which can bring Which could back be like Cat Williams or something. Like, Bro, you know I'm what telling mean? Like, you. Like, like just a little guest. It's a yeah. sensational idea because there's so many characters come through a pawn shop. And also, so there'd have to be a main character or like a couple main characters that work at the pawn shop, right? Yeah, yeah. The people, the, 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 the employees is that. But then the, you got to think about the product could be the character. Like somebody that came through with a a mm. uh, uh, 24 karat chain and then you get to follow where the fuck it came from. Yes, yes. And then you realize that ain't no 24 karat chain that right. bitch made out of aluminum foil. Exactly, right. bro. There's, <laughs> there's one guy that works at the pawn shop that gets fooled all the time. Mm -hmm. Bro, it's so much There's shit so many that. possibilities. I we really think that's that, a good yeah, idea. It's a I'm wrap. serious. We about to get on. It's yeah, time to make it happen. About to write a damn CAA, thing. you heard that? <laughs> I already wrote it last night a little bit. Let's get to it. Y'all ain't about to This so, year about getting shit done. Mm -hmm. For real. So like, okay. So where were we? You're, you're starting, Alcohol, to, starting to drink. Uh, you had Ski Weekend. Um, Did I explain Ski Weekend enough for y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Black people go to a place to black ski and don't ski. You basically make it so white people can't ski at the resort. Yeah, we make out very <laughs> We make it very uncomfortable. We're I'm twerking. Skied, so. Motherfuckers <laughs> up there popping pussy. Yeah. Like it's How do you even everyone? find out about something like that? Who, me? Yeah. Well, like, they do what, comedy like, shows. Wait, what? They do comedy. They show. do comedy. So oh. that's why that's my purpose of being there. Okay. I don't Cat ski, skills. and I get pussy at the yeah. crib. Yeah. But they was like, "Hey, come out here. We are gonna pay. We are gonna give you a room, and you can bring who you want, and pussy you get to kick it. And you out there for the weekend, and you're are uh, and you're legitimately like one of the like you know you are like one of the crown jewels of what's going on. Like that, the comedy show is in the middle of the weekend, and bro, you literally performing in front of like six or seven hundred people. Mm. The shit is crazy. So Ooh. you are a guy who um um. In your words, uh, is uh, frivolous, mm -hmm. right? Yes, Lord. With uh, <laughs> frivolous with uh, his uh, with, with his penis, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Has it always been that way, or was that not till you were like, oh, I'm kind of nice at comedy and bitches want to fuck me now? Like, it is what was it? Were you always like like the like I'm just trying to get some pussy type dude? Put it like this. Um, or was it, it after you listened to Patrice? Yeah, no. you're like, oh, I'm I'm just as nice. <laughs> after, after you killed that pep rally, you're like, oh, I can just pussy. No, no. <laughs> it kind of like it coincided with comedy. I think like with comedy, my confidence kind of came. So then mm. I started getting more like you know I lost my virginity at 17, but then like once I started comedy at 21, it was like. I didn't realize how much of a superpower being funny was because nice. I never really thought I was the it's best. The looking. biggest one. Yeah, I never thought I was the best looking motherfucker. Yeah. But then you hear like, yeah, you are a decent looking dude, and you tall. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like being tall is like having a fat ass with some big titties. <laughs> like people, girl, the fuck with you all the strength of like, oh, he can. Turn. He might hoop. Yeah, like fuck might hoop. <laughs> like yeah, this motherfucker can read shit. I can't. Like hey, yeah. get that off the refrigerator. Uh -huh. So that came with that, and then just being funny. It's like it's a sign of intelligence, and it's just like you know, you know, you said you know, I can make any situation a, yeah. a pleasurable one to be in. So comedy kind of just made everything turn up. So mm -hmm. it was like, did, did you start comedy when before or after your first child was born? Oh no, no, before. Like I was twenty one. I had my first kid. So I was twenty six. 
That's really? how oh. his first child was born. Oh, <laughs> he was cracking jokes all, all like a my, All of my kids, comedy, like, let's be real, comedy, yeah. Like, I met my, my first daughter mom at Blackberries. I was doing a show. And um, I was I was performing, of course. And right. I was doing my thing. <laughs> and it was one of and the funny thing about it, and I didn't even say the comedian name, it was a comedian went up before me, right? It was one of those hard ass hood rooms. Mm-hmm. And um this dude bombed so bad in front of me, bro. Yeah. It was Oof. terrible. Damn. He came down, he was crying. <laughs> he crying. And I was yeah. next. And then I'm talking about like this was one of How those, early were you in comedy when this was happening? Mm, if I'm 21. That dude's responsible for your, like your dog. Five about, or six years. About five or six years, okay. And um, so <clears throat> I was going up next, and they booing. And they was like, boo, they boo motherfuckers and key motherfuckers. And I went up and, you know, I just was, you know, I just knew what I could do. And I went up and I rocked that bitch mm-hmm. and I came down. So it was like, it was one of the things where it was like, they either want to see you fail terribly or just succeed mm-hmm. on some level. So I went and did the, uh, I was, that's what they did. And I went crazy and I seen my daughter, mom, and she was sitting there. And I looked at her and I cut into it because now all my confidence is at a moment. Bitch, you just seen me oh just bend metal with yeah. my mind. <laughs> You see me do this in a room full of drugs. You see the spoon, bitch? That spoon is at a right angle because of my you jokes. Just, you just see me do this in a room full of drug dealers and Bashan Leonard. Yeah, and Bashan Leonard. He used to hang out there. That was a, a motherfucker. Was, was he there? Like he, he'd be there all the time. Really? So I'm in here Shout with a motherfucker. Yeah, Bashan Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Three-point nice. sniper. So oh, anyway, damn. I go over to her, cut into her, and she was like, well, I'm messing with the bouncer. The bouncer was the dude she was fucking with. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you got a car? And I just happened to have a car. It was one of them weak-ass cars with my face on it. <laughs> Gave it to her. Boom, boom, boom. Long story short, come in her. We got a baby. <laughs> now, yeah, my youngest daughter, short. I mm. met her mama at Ski Weekend. You're the one I started drink. drinking at. We didn't even mm. fuck around up there, though. We didn't fuck around till later. But comedy is very influential in my babies. <laughs> so, okay. You should did, thank that dude that bombed before you for your first dog. Right. <laughs> I was going to get that pussy regardless. I was going to do that regardless. Whether it's he's like if he tonight. killed, you wouldn't be here tonight, yeah. bro. Like, it would have happened. You know what I'm saying? Sage. Um, no, what I was going to ask is like, okay, yo, yo, your kid is born. You're five years into comedy. Yeah. Like, did that did that change your perspective on comedy? Did that accept? Did you, did you feel a sense of like, Oh, I gotta! I, I really gotta go get it now because I got a kid. Or like, like, how did how did that change your perspective of comedy? You know what I mean? Did that or did it? It did. It was like illegitimately when Johanna was born, it was like, yeah, I can't lose no more. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it was, it was like it ain't no more losing for me because. Uh, Listen up, Emily. Like, yeah, like it was, it was, it was straight up like. Shout out to the like, That yeah, shit ain't happening. Yeah, no. it was like I can't lose no more, bro. Like, I mean, not to say I lost before, but it was like all this shit gotta start making sense because. I don't, you know, I don't have a degree, like, I mean, and working ain't, you know, I'm going to work, but it's like, in reality, this is what's going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long it's going to take or how, this or what I got to do. Though. Like, it's it for me. Like, mm-hmm. this is my thing and I got to make it work. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like, I kind of treat people differently based upon comedy now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I sacrificed so much for this and I've taken care of my kids the best I can and I feel mm-hmm. like I did a great job of it yeah. and still doing a great job of it. And comedy is it. Like I work a job just to supplement comedy. Like mm-hmm. it's that this you know that's just a labor of love. This shit go back mm-hmm. into comedy. Like this money just so I can keep popping. So yeah, once it. I had Johanna, it was a wrap for motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what I would have did. Like if I wouldn't have had no kids, like I don't know, I, I, would I be as good as people consider me to be? Not I don't know. But I just think I think they made it. For, they made it. They made me turn up even more. Go or go ahead. Dude. Did you work harder at it, or were you like like you mentioned earlier, Brett Favre? Like like there was a classic game where Brett Favre's dad died before the game. Oh yeah, I and all of a sudden, and he was just throwing touchdown mm-hmm. galore. 
I was just wondering if you got up the, right well, after well, your before was you. Well, before you say that, so Josh, because yeah. I don't even know if this is, a, we caught this, but Josh said that, like, you know, it's Tom Brady and there's Brett Favre, right? So, yeah. like, Tom Brady's, like, kind of a technician and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But Brett they're Favre. they're great in their own right. They're both great in their own right. and But Josh kind of leans more Brett Favre, and, and uh, which Impro- is, like, imp- imp- yeah. literally improv. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to throw it to you, bro, whether you open or not. I'll give you, you a know? sidearm throw. Yeah. So, so okay. I just wanted to give context to yeah, that. So, yeah, what yeah. were you asking? Thank you. I was asking, basically, uh, if if you thought, like. Is this Marshall? Yeah, you didn't yeah, finish, you finish it. Wow, that's it. crazy. I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Brett Favre, that classic game where his dad died before the game and he was just smashing. Uh, I was wondering if that had any impact on, like, your comedy after your daughter was born. Like, were you really trying, were you trying at least writing-wise or were you going up there like, I care about this now? No, it was just, now I got to make better decisions as far as, like, all right. Comedy always was like, man, I'm cool with just, you know, getting paid for comedy. It was like, wow, I can't believe I got paid for this shit. And I was like, no, I'm actually good enough and my shit is worth people giving me money for. So I took the business side of it serious because it was like, you can't play me on my money because it ain't just me no more. Uh. Like, you can't be like, hey, Josh, I ain't got this. Damn. I don't give a fuck about none of that, bro. Like, you booked me. Okay, so you booked this famous motherfucker from out of town. And you booked me because, you know, niggas ain't really, Detroit ain't really the, Detroit is as strong as the comedy scene getting. If you not from this bitch, you really not getting off. The liquor hit me now. Oof. If you not, like, this is Krypton. <laughs> that, that one, that one like, hurts. Like, this Krypton. No, no, but you've been here. <laughs> yeah. So you are a, a different type of motherfucker. Yeah. This is Krypton, bro. Like, motherfuckers can't come here and get off. But when we go to other places, we like Superman, bro. It's nuts. So You really thanks. feel that? Hell, fuck it. Fuck yeah. So listen I, to what I'm I saying. Kinda, I, I be kind of feeling that, You said too. that about Chicago, too. Yeah, Chicago comedy, like... Is ass like like no well I won't say the comedy scene ass but I just seen Chicago com, com comics come yeah. here and struggle yeah and One, like almost all of them comedians all over come here and struggle mm-hmm. if you wow. really if you really got it you are gonna get off here if you Facts. don't you are gonna fuck yeah. around and lose That's here what but see about Detroit in every situation because like. Detroit, you're going up with like no like all lights and all this other pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta come with who you, you gotta are. Come you got with yourself. Funny. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real people in the Midwest. Yeah. Detroit, Indianapolis, Chicago, mm-hmm. whatever you consider to be the Midwest. And like uh like yeah, like and it's just like you gonna like and a lot of times I get booked on shows where it's a bigger name and they come to see the name and the name ain't shit for real. And then I'm there to just kind of make the show good. Mm. I'm not making this motherfucker probably and making. You know it. you're better than them. I don't know shit because I don't come into it like that. I'm assuming <laughs> that you good because you on TV and they say you that guy. Mm-hmm. But you making twenty times what I'm making, but they giving me X Y Z and they like, bro, we might need you to do a little bit more time though. But yeah. it's like no. But that's what we I'm need saying. You bring so, back the show. Yeah. It's like you only giving me sixty dollars. Exactly. Like what? It's like what? But now you can't play with me because I got two miles to feed. Yep. And I got two other miles that's always on my head because I cheated on both of them. <laughs> and now. I'm a terrible nigga, but they know I'm a good dad, and mm. I'm a good guy. I'm just a terrible boyfriend. So mm. my thing is, I, I can't not have nothing. I can't be like, bro, like, this shit real. I don't slept in my car for, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, facts. and still paying rent somewhere that I don't live at to make sure they're my people straight. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I don't even know where I'm going with this point, but the point is this. My daughters are my why, and that's why I will never stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want, like, I, because I do want to. Hey, let's do some more Hennessy. Yeah, post on. That point now. Yeah, post on. You're in it now. Cause I'm gonna yeah. start crying in a minute. <laughs> this gonna be one of them podcasts. You ain't I'm know. Cry. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You ain't know this uh, uh, ride along therapy. You yeah, know? that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> add, add an extra A to this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> three A's. Three A's, dog. Three A's is is, is, is that's elite. I'm not ready for elite yet, yeah. bro. 
But, uh, Maybe in a couple she years. Is, she is, yeah. Yes, Lord. So she let's is. go. Let's continue. So on. what I wanted to ask. And then was, I want Emily to ask the next question. Because <laughs> she ain't saying shit, and her questions are better. Let's get the sober listening. one asking questions. I'm just Real shit. Y'all are saying enough. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what I wanted to ask was, all right. So, your first your first daughter's born. Jojo. Yep. And like. <sighs> I actually forgot what I was going to Okay, I got a question. Okay, bad. So, so you went to L.A. recently, didn't yes, you? Yes. Uh-huh. What was it that like finally made you like take that leap where you're like, okay, I'm about to do this? Because uh, when you get so many people, and it's more insecurity than anything. Because Ron Taylor did it. No, not for Lex. <laughs> Ron went facts. out there. Darius went out there. And Jeff went out there. But, uh, Michelle, Michelle, I'm fucking all up. Three, the, three out of the four Motown okay, Lab Kings. They uh, put it like this. It's more insecurity than anything. When people continue to tell you like, Man, you the funniest person around here. Yeah. You the funniest person here. Man, ain't nobody funnier than Zaz. You at what point do it turn into like, mm-hmm. why are you still here? Fuck yeah. It's, it's like, probably the same, it's probably the same mentality one. as like when you're young and motherfuckers telling you funny, you should do comedy, you should funny, you should do comedy. I moved on some shit like that. I moved, it's the same I moved mentality. because somebody was telling me like you young, you should go. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no kids, you should go. And I moved to New York and did that, end up back home. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing was like, bro, okay, you I moved when I was 36 and people was like, You should go. Like, how long are you going to wait? All the opportunities out there. You've done everything. In Detroit, really, the, the most you can do here, in people mind, is the radio. And I got that opportunity, and the radio just shut down. And they syndicated another show and brought it in. And people, like, it was more my insecurities being like, it, it's the whole Batman thing. You live long enough to turn into the villain. Yeah. Like, now all these new comedians are like, okay, you the funniest motherfucker here, but if you was that funny, you should go to L.A. Why mm-hmm. you don't have a Netflix? It, mm-hmm. it is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So I moved out there That's fact. not knowing... That the world was coming to an end for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, like, and I went out there, and the funny thing about LA, a lot of those guys know who the other guys is. Like the motherfuckers know who coming. It's almost like, you know, when something happened, Dr. Strange, like, oh, I knew about that motherfucker in the other dimension. I just never <laughs> said nothing because I didn't think he was coming through. Right. I've been seeing you on table. It was like, we knew you was coming. We just mm-hmm. was hoping that you didn't. So now you come out here and take your spot in line and they feel away. But people were shaking your hand and it was all that shit. And um it was it was like, bro, it was like everything was happening. I was grabbing mics, everything was going the way it was supposed to. And um I, I had people out there in positions to put me in places. I didn't think I was going out there to get handed nothing. I would never think So did you have to go out there and damn near start over almost? Like you you like like not for just real. open mics because five minutes. Like... Not for real. I mean I did because that's what's out there and that's mm-hmm. what I know. Like I'm gonna come out there and get it from the mud. Mm-hmm. But I'm out there with Ron Taylor. Uh, CP, Jeff Horse, Darius Bennett. Darius Bennett was about to get his name. Well, it's still going to happen. Ron he's, Taylor's name on the side of the comedy store. Both of them been passed at the comedy store. Darius is about to get passed at the comedy okay. store. And All it's right. going to happen whenever it opens up. Jeff Horse, Kevin Hart, Heart of the City. Mm-hmm. Um, CP out there writing shit. He on uh, I've Detroiters. seen CP on a ton of shit. So, yeah. you know, these are my guys. And they are the funniest motherfuckers in that place. Mm-hmm. So they coming out there like, he was the funniest nigga while I was there. So now everybody like, Who? This nigga, I'm coming. I'm looking like Kevin Durant coming over to that bitch mm-hmm. to go to state. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the height, just off the strength. Like, oh, so now he just finna come out here. So Detroit, this is the renaissance now, basically yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have to start over, but my mentality was I'm starting over. So mm-hmm. I'm coming out there and um I did potluck. And potluck is a show out there at the comedy store where um all the comedians kind of raffle to get on. And get a spot on the show and the bookers watch you. And then as the show go along, people kind of come in and watch the friends and family show afterwards. So by the time it's filled up, the friends and family show start. That's where the people who work in the club is going in there. And I went up in there and Jeff was like, that was the best I ever seen somebody do at friends and family. Mm. 
Mm. I mean, had that ever did at uh, the potluck show. Mm. And that's like a, you pull and it, it's a, you know, they pull your name on some, uh, you know. On some it's a lottery mic. It's a lottery. It's a lottery mic, yeah. It's a lottery mic, but my nigga's in that bitch. So, yeah. bitch, it ain't no lottery for me. It's yeah. real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I got on good spot and I went up and I murked and Jeff was like, bro, that's the best I've ever seen. I've never seen anybody get a response because it's a room full of comedians. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And what I've learned and I'm blessed to have is that I'm kind of like the purest fuck with me and the people who just fuck with funny shit fuck with me. So it's almost like listening to rap. The backpack rappers yeah. like me Fact. and the, the motherfuckers who like the Migos like me. Mm. So I fit in there, your mic is loose. And, <laughs> and they fuck with me like that. So yeah. it's just like, I went out to LA on 10 and you know, I kind of just look at it like it's just adding to my story, the fact that I had to come home and damn near like so know, why LA over? I'm, I'm, okay, so it's cold in New York, but you know what That's I will it? do. But this is what I'll say. Like, and you already did New York, didn't you? I well, did I New York, but I was not ready mm. at all. I wasn't ready as a as a grown man. How far man were you in comedy comedian. when you went out there? I was. It was oh nine. I started six about three years. Mm. I wasn't ready. I took my young I, at the time. This was my girlfriend, but it's my oldest daughter's mother. Mm-hmm. And I should have went out there. It was something I had to do by myself. But this was what I say. I was going to go to L.A. and conquer, but I was going to move to New York because New York is like getting your doctorate in comedy. Mm. Like, I was going to go... like going to Harvard for comedy. Yes. Yeah, that's, ex- that's yeah, like going to Harvard. Yes. Why do you say yeah. that, like, compared to L.A.? Like, why do you... L.A. is... Okay, now I'm famous. L.A. is like, all right, put the light on me. I'm famous. I'm ready. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm funny enough to, for you to put me out in front of people. New York is like refining your comedy. You, you can grab thousands of microphones from five what I hear. Five a mic. From... Started five a day, five, five, in, five, a, a day. five in the evening yeah. to fucking two, three in the morning. Easy, yeah. which new, which which honestly they finna open up Michigan to four a.m. So now we can probably do a show at two. Are they? Yeah. Yes, Lord. Damn. So, but I'm just telling you, like I was always planning on being on some shit. Like, let's say I went to L.A. and got on and got plugged and got with an agency. I was definitely going to New York to live out there for a year, just to because I feel like where I'm at now in comedy, it's a high level, but it's a level that. New York could take me to just because of the kind of mics you grabbing, the uh the the audiences that you are being exposed to. Yeah. It's so multicultural. It's like it adds to your shit. So what's uh what's the mentality you cause when you moved to New York, you already had your first kid. No, I didn't. You didn't? She was just my we was just kicking it. We didn't have a baby. Oh, yet. okay. So this was Sparkle just like, in his eye. Yeah, what do you oh, feel like yeah, you yeah. learned like the most going out to New York? What did I learn? What did you like learn about yourself, about your comedy? Like, uh, I learned that I wasn't ready. Okay. Like, as much how did as you know you weren't ready? Because I just wasn't. I'd love to see you bomb, bro. I, ha- I hate to say down. that. I, I, I never, I never want. In your head, maybe you bomb, but like yeah. you're, you're at that level where you can't really bomb. It's like you've been doing. Like, yeah, it's like you, you know what you're doing. It's all levels. Yeah. It's all levels mm-hmm. to it. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's all levels about your bombing. And I, like I say, I tell people all the time, like don't even. You know what I mean? Now, y'all know that. But it's comedians who be like, I ain't never bomb. It's like, well, you ain't really doing comedy, bro. You're not <laughs> right. trying to get good. Yeah, right. You're not Facts. trying to get good Absolutely. if you're not experimenting and figuring out what the fuck it is you're trying to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I went out to New York and literally probably bombed the first show. And the only reason I bombed the first time I went out there, we moved out here. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, she was crying. It was <laughs> like, so you're not going to be famous and mm-hmm. you're not really good at this? It was that. It's an adjustment period of... Okay, you speak a different language because you're from a place that they not from. Mm-hmm. You talking fast just because you talk fast in general. So it was like adjusting. As a comedian, you have to adjust what you do, mm-hmm. so that way people can do it. Because it's almost like when you go on stage, your comedy is a language that you and that audience at that time speak. What you if we all on the same show, 
we all speak in three different languages when we go up there to the audience. Mm -hmm. So it's like I had to learn it. I went back and did good again. Like I went up there and figured everything out. Mm -hmm. But the money started running out. And then mm -hmm. I got a whole person with me that's looking at me like, mm -hmm. like what I'm you gonna hungry. do? Yeah. Uh -huh. And in my head, I'm like, if I was out here by myself, I wouldn't worry about it. Did that. you have a job when you were out there? I went and picked up one, but that wasn't the point for me to be out mm -hmm. there. Fact. But now I have to work to support this woman that I love. And I was like, and I told her, like, I had saved a gang of cash. I was like, you should not quit your job. You should stay here. I'm interested in like the mentality of like I'm I'm interested. This is really my most introspective podcast. And I, know, I was playing when I said that. This is beautiful. Well, let's this continue. is beautiful. Uh, We're what? just taking notes, by the way. I just am, for the record, me and EJ are just trying to fuck. Because I'm because I'm, I'm interested in the mentality. Like EJ like, got uh, a haircut today for you. I didn't <laughs> get no fucking haircut. I would say his barber ain't shit. I was gonna keep it a thousand with him because that's my guy. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I know damn. Yeah, you already know how we look at that shit. No, I ain't cut my hair in a minute. But anyway, like I'm interested in shock glass. Real quick, mm. I'm I'm interested in the mindset of like because you went to New York and and you found out that you weren't ready, mm. but like so then what? no, not not even that. It's like the minute you decided you were going to New York, like I feel like everybody who feels like they're going to New York feels like they are ready. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. was that your mentality? Like when like you when you were like about to move out there, you was like you was like all right, this this the end all be all damn near. Like this is like I'm, my job I'm, and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like did you feel that at the time? Or I feel like people gassed me up because people was like you the one. Mm -hmm. They was like you came in three which, years in. Yeah, three years in. People was damn. like I came in put like this man, and which I don't like telling people I came in. I was funny off the bail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's people, always those people, bro. Yeah. So people, Nick's one of those guys for me. Like, I, thanks, like, brother. You like I, I literally? Was, I was gonna say that I felt that way too, but like, I, I didn't I, want. I, I, like, I, I knew. Weird. I knew Nick was that nigga, though. Like, as soon as I seen you, him, like, you weren't funny right when you came out. I kind of no was way. nice, nice when yeah, I was going to say, see, I, he's like, humble too. I, 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 I wasn't nice, nice, but I was like, right, but you, you know, weren't, you weren't bombing the way that you hear other comics talk about them. The, the way that new comics bomb, yeah, like, and that's the funny part. Like, yeah. I tell comedians all the time, like. When you knew they don't expect you to be good, exactly. Like so, once you take that pressure off, you just mm -hmm. experiment and find out who you are, because mm -hmm. it takes you a long time to find out who the fuck Years. you is. So I came in, and motherfuckers was like, Josh, one of the best writers in the city. He funny. Mm -hmm. He this, he that. And comedians was taking me on the road with him, and you know all this other shit. And then they was like, Look, dog, you know, and they living vicariously through you. Mm -hmm. They like, bro, mm -hmm. the whole thing is. If you go to if you're not on by the time you're 30, you fucked up, which that's not the case. Not in comedy. That's not, it's not if the you're case a rapper, in, in oh, anything. Maybe. Fuck that. Yeah. If you got it, you got it. Facts. Your, your gift gonna make room for you. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm Faith saying? In it. Yeah, yeah like period. So everybody was like, bro, you ain't got no kids. Da, 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 da. And they told me not to take my girl, but when I love something, I love something. It's like Was it, there a moment when you were in New York and you like realized uh, maybe I need to move back home. Like, like what, when the was, money was running out, bro, we was literally. It was living just in a, the, it was just the money bro, running we out. Was living in a room this big, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just bombed, mm -hmm. yeah. and now it's like they towed our car because you got to fucking move your car because they they sweep the street every day. So you got to read the signs mm -hmm. and be like Tuesday, they, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, move your car, double park it because yeah. from we're three to it. seven. If like... you don't, bitch, we're gonna take it, mm -hmm. and when we take it, we are gonna need three hundred from you. Mm -hmm. And you walk in like, baby, just I got ramen. <laughs> we need 300 for you and we're gonna eat three times a day mm -hmm. and we paying rent to land this place and it's probably 900 dollars mm -hmm. so like the money i had saved would have been cool for me to probably work odd jobs to keep shit popping but i probably wouldn't even been living in this little ass place i would have stayed and slept on somebody's couch mm -hmm. i i set it up so she's actually set it up with somebody she knew so that way we can live comfortable but that was a journey i didn't need to be comfortable on mm -hmm. like anytime comfort is the 
enemy of progress. In facts. Oh, so big facts. I didn't realize that. I'm Ooh, thinking, that's but, a I'm, bar right but I'm there. going off of her being on some old, I want to be a part of this journey. I'm going to quit my job, move out there with you. But, uh, yeah, though, like I said, I went out there and just found out I wasn't ready. But I, everybody was gassing me up to be the nigga. And then the same thing when I left this time. Niggas was like, yeah, you know, Josh, go. Like, before I left, bro, Sweet Soul Bistro, we jammed that bitch up. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it was packed. Like, and this was I like, was when, there. this is right before Forrest Gump caught the COVID. Mm-hmm. Before right before, Forrest Gump. It was COVID. right before COVID. Yeah, me and Bart was done. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and we and was like, bitch. we good. Melanin, keep us straight. We ain't gonna catch that shit. <laughs> it's the opposite, too. Yeah, so, bro, so yeah, then I like fucking. Vitamin D. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, bro, so then I fucking move because, you know, everybody like, Josh, you need to go. And then in my head, it's like, I've done everything I can do here. I gotta go. It's, it's, it's no outlets here for me to do it. But in reality, the outlets is here. That's why I'm taking it in my hands to put this shit out here. I don't need nobody to. Put me up to do a special for me. I can do it myself. Do you? I don't need nobody to do nothing for me. You can do it all yourself. We literally living in a point where no gay, all the gatekeepers are sitting around looking dumb. <laughs> I've had Thanks. a motherfucker tell me, "You the funniest person that I've probably ever seen," but I don't know what to do with you. Mm. You're not good at your job, then. You can't figure out to do with me. How do you right. deal with? How do? You, how do you? Okay. Because that's a that's a good question too. Because you're because because you're you're you a freestyle nigga. You're a fucking you know. Obviously, you're hilarious, but like at the end of the day, like people got to figure out a way to market you. Have you felt to put you in a box and they, sell they, you? They and damn, they damn near fan around you. They damn near have to, like, like, like because 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 it's 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 the industry. They're like it's funny niggas that come through this bitch all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We just seen a thousand Josh Adams in the last you know fifty years. They so ain't like, though, that's the funny part. Sure. About it. So like, what? what, what but my thing is this though, like so, this the market, you say you the, the industry haven't? always resets. Like at one point in time, Kevin Hart was like, "We can't do no with him." But then once, once you think the that's people, what it was. You, you people, think they saw them and saw him no. and was just like, "Oh, he's a he." He kind of like pinned, he like pigeonholed himself as like I'm the small like little bitch dude, and they, they just like uh, reproduce that. He, he produces sh- well at the same. He was like a he he presented himself as like a, a certain brand of at comedy. the same time. Patrice wasn't on at all. And Patrice and Kevin Hart were friends, and Kevin Hart. But that's but that was everybody's great with Patrice, the, uh, the mainstream thing. But when mm-hmm. they don't know what to do, selling out. When they right. don't know what to do with you, and you don't fit a, a so if they can't, if you're not cookie cutter, they throw you to the side until you become the cookie cutter mode. Once the people are not, once the people anoint you and be like, "Oh, this is the guy," you have to now they can take the that. Now that now you're a mold. Now you're the cookie cutter mold, mm-hmm. and yeah. now everything has to fit in that. That's why you got to come out with a good kid, Mad that's City, and then a, to pick that's what's happening with Andrew what Schultz. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening with Schultz. It's like he, like he wasn't a cookie cutter, and now he's like he's the a, fuck. He's yeah. a mold now. Now and he's now, now like, he's the mold. Where's Andrew Schultz at? Where's the next Andrew Schultz at? So that's that's all I'm saying as far. Sucks. No, that's how I go. But now the gatekeepers. The motherfuckers who, honestly, their job depends on finding the Nick Kellys and finding the fucking EJs and the Josh Adams. And once I thought about that and realized that, I was like, oh, there's no more pressure at audition. Mm-hmm. And Montreal, if y'all don't pick me, cool. Y'all just mm. don't, y'all don't know what it is because it's like, y'all don't know, what, y'all don't recognize this and it's cool. And honestly, when I tell the story about the motherfuckers who passed up on me, they're going to fire you. Mm. They're like, damn, you had, a, you had this email, you talked to this dude, mm-hmm. and you told him you didn't know what to do with him? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers don't lose their jobs because they don't know what they're looking for because the people. Now we can take this shit straight to the people. Nobody is telling you who to get this podcast to, but now you're creating an audience. If you I can really wait. just make you uncomfortable for a second, go ahead. Me and EJ would like be amazed if you didn't make it. Really? 
if you don't make it, it's gonna happen. I don't want to make it. It's like I would feel guilty. If you don't make it, it. I'm like, I'm Wouldn't, like, you ever think I about suck, that? Like, yeah. what if this podcast blows up, right? And we can't make it. Whatever, we're selling out. Uh, we're headlining uh, clubs. You know what I mean? We had, and then we Josh is like, I would feel fucks. guilty. Y'all are all kind of part of the same team, though. Because, like, when he went we to are. LA, all those people that were his connects, like, you guys all are connects to each other. So, if one of y'all makes it, that's a connect for everybody. That's how I feel about it. Facts. Because it's, it's like, like one person makes it, and everybody else is left behind. Yeah, it's, it's like, because if I, if I, if, if, if we ever was like, oh, like, this is the, the you don't top think I'll open up for y'all? Fuck out of here. Like, no, there's not a single person. I would feel guilty as a motherfucker. I would never not a single Detroit con comic that would make it and be like uh like not put Josh on like even if we right. like happen to we're we're probably not but like if Honestly. we happen to like get on bef- right. like whatever that means before mm-hmm. sure 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 but Josh I get what do. y'all saying and I appreciate all them compliments and I'm getting better at taking them because I'm very weird with those that's good yeah and that's why you said making it used to it but it's like get used to it yeah, though you got to get used to that shit yeah it's just one of them things where it's like. I just want to do right by the people that I fuck with. And that's yeah. all I want. I only want people around me. That's why I come do your podcast. Your mm-hmm. shit, it don't matter. Because I fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, bro, ain't no more gatekeepers. Them motherfuckers is out the way now. COVID, mm-hmm. they sitting around and they don't, they they have no jobs. They don't, there's nothing they can do. And now everybody is going direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. It's no middleman. Mm-hmm. I don't need you for shit. Hey, I'm about to put this special out, give it to you. I'm about to shoot this short film and give it to you. I'm going to do my own podcast, produce it myself. Do it in my own crib and give it to the people. That being said, like, are you like, do you feel now after COVID, like, I don't gotta go to LA? I, and the funny thing about it, Ryan called me all the time and everybody called me and everybody was like, So you going back to LA? Like when I first came back in my head, it's 80% chance. Like, I'm going back to LA when everything opened up. Mm. But now it's like, it's like a 40, 30%. Mm. For me to go to LA is on some old. Hey, we signing you to this, and we got this opportunity. We need you here to do business. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, my my daughter's like my one daughter live in Atlanta, and my youngest daughter's here. It's like I would rather just be here. And motherfucker, if mm-hmm. I gotta work like to do that, like work a job and then do my comedy, fuck it, I'm here and I'm gonna make my moves. You know what I'm saying? From you here, heard it here you first. Josh not going nowhere. Yeah. What do you think about? Do you think it's possible? Yeah. That Detroit becomes its own mogul. Oh, for sure. I they, think they, so. They doing it now. I really like, think like, about I feel it like we're this, in the Nick. midst of it. Like, think about it like this, Nick, bro. The up, we're on the upslope. Think about it like this, dog. With everything that's going on, uh, uh, Detroit went through that whole recession. Shit was fucked up, and now they are like, like all, like you know, now downtown is turning to like this. It's looking like Brooklyn. It's looking like New York. It's looking Kwame's like Chicago. Out. <laughs> Kwame out. You know what I'm saying? He running around fucking bitches eating chicken, living his life <laughs> down in Atlanta, and like how many major cities have an international city right next to it. Mm. Like, all of that mm. shit. New York, I guarantee you, the next five years, Detroit becomes one of the biggest cities in the world. I'm staying. Bingo. I'm and staying. the other thing about Detroit that no other city has is opportunity. Like, Facts. if you go to New York, everything's already made for you. LA, everything's already made for you. Detroit's one of the few places where you can create something Start still. Start a show at some place. Emily and I talk about this shit all the time. That's Emily, the coolest thing about Detroit. Yeah, Emily yeah. and I talk about this shit all the time because, like, it's like you can go. It's, it's there's two there's two spectrums kind of. It's like go to New York or L A. and you got to either beat people out or you got to come to a city like this and build your own. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like it's like which one do you want to do? Some people don't like to build your own. Like there's some people who are like that. I have no interest in that. Yeah, but, I just want to be funnier than the other thousand comedians that's yeah. out and here. And it's funny that Motown 
the Motor City is a place where you come build your own shit, where they build Facts. cars. Fuck yeah. That's why I'm here. Fuck yeah. Motown too. I never even thought about it. Like, yeah, like they are Damn. coming here and you can build your own shit. And it's like people are literally coming here. Like celebrities, they, some people talking about it and a lot of people not. They buying up property. Mm-hmm. Facts. They buying no. up property. It's, it's, not a, it's, not a, uh, it's not a mistake that Amazon is putting a fucking factory somewhere around this bitch. Mm-hmm. Really? This yeah. is finna be one of them spots. And mm-hmm. the comedy scene is only getting stronger. You talking about a nigga who watched it like, bro, when I started comedy here in 06, the comedy scene wasn't shit for real. Like, like Define wasn't shit. Like, it wasn't what, shit. So, so like there this. were no mics. There were like, what does no that mean? Mics. Coco's mm. had just closed. The the urban comedy scene was on the down tip. All you had was Mark Reilly's um, and Joey's and like Ann Arbor Showcase sort of kind of. <laughs> and now you got all these independent, shout out to uh, the independent comedy club, Planet Ant. Them my motherfucking babies. Yeah. And we'll talk about that mm. when we talk about that. Mm. But and now you got all these other comedians that are funny, creating rooms, mm-hmm. alternative rooms, mainstream rooms, mm-hmm. urban rooms, improv. All this shit is popping up. Go comedy popped up out of fucking nowhere. Uh it's so much stuff coming together. And regardless of everybody like each other or not, it don't matter. It's just about being able to work and do the business because the stronger the scene gets, it's not my keys now. And the stronger <laughs> that the scene gets. We might as well put some Hennessy too. And as strong as the scene gets, the I don't care what any if if there's anything happening in the background when Josh is doing anything, he's oh gonna God. address it. It's so funny. I was hey, he just knocked my keys down. So anyway, so like when I, I was like when I was raising my kids, if I just it's like that. But the, the comedy scene is getting stronger, bro. Yeah. And it's no mistake. And like I said, EJ here. Nick started okay, mm-hmm. yeah. To the Detroit comedy scene. To, to the Michigan to, comedy scene. To Shout, to out Detroit to Com- Shout out to Grand Rapids. Shout out to Grand Rapids. All Shout that. to uh, I'm gonna get that all the Chicago comedians that's trash except me. Sure. Yeah. The I ain't start is, comedy. I'm a Detroit comedian, you oh, know, for sure, from Chicago. Baby. You yeah. from the way. But the anyway, scene is getting saying? stronger. I really mm-hmm. hope, and man. Everything in Detroit is on the upswing. Like yes. I said, we got uh we wanted to we're the only major city that has all four major sports teams in the middle of this bitch. Facts. So much money being pumped into mm-hmm. here. If you in Detroit, stay here. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be Chicago. It's going to be Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we're going to pull away from all that shit. So, Josh, honestly. how... And we're all about to be newer, too. Just saying. Like, yeah, everything's about to be fresh. We're going to be You better not move after we're saying be... that now. Well, <laughs> like this. Like, <laughs> LA, I, even if, no matter where I got the bag at, I was going to move because I'm a low-key motherfucker. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who's, I'm not going to say I'm going to stay in the Detroit area. I might move somewhere out. But, yeah. like... You know, Bro, in, uh, I'm just telling you, like, no lie. Detroit is on the come up, Fuck and yeah. we got to, we get to witness the Renaissance. Like, it means we a lot to, get to, to hear you say that. So, Josh, you've seen. But if you fact, listen, listen. I agree. I, I it means it does mean a lot that you're saying all this. But what I want I want to ask you is like, how do you convince Aron Taylor or uh, Darius or um, or a fucking Jeff, like? Or or even CP or anybody like how do you convince them that like yo you don't gotta be out there like come back home you I know mean, where where y'all like you got like because the four of y'all out here mm-hmm. are like fucking you know running shit you mm-hmm. there's not a room you can't go up in there's not a room you can't headline you mm-hmm. you'll sell out damn near every show that B- y'all book big fish in a little pond but this is kind of but but our pond is like getting, getting bigger. bigger. Our pond turning kind of into I'm a saying. lake. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? About it, I can't convince no man or woman to do what they want them to do. Like yeah. if you feel you want to be in LA and you you know some motherfuckers don't like the snow. Mm-hmm. I like fall. Like nigga, I couldn't imagine not living. Fall is the greatest mm-hmm. season of them all. Like and you don't Facts. get a fall for real Football. in other places. But my thing is this. You know, they may come back. Everybody got to live their journey. Like, as much as I love Detroit, and I'm saying this, some may pop up where I have to go to New York on some business shit. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, cool, I'm always going to come back. Mm-hmm. And they Detroiters. I'm not going to say they won't come back. 
but they will. Like, I wouldn't say, hey, bro, it's popping. You should come back. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody just ran to Texas because everything is open up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna do that. I, I'm I not really finna chase like another the, was the best. I think that was the best thing that happened to comedy. But what? go ahead. What? what? People going to Texas? Absolutely. No, when you know where you're supposed to be at, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. It don't matter. I mean? like, yeah. you, you have to know Facts. where you belong. You know? Yeah. You gotta go I really like that idea of us making it. A scene here in Detroit. You're already like, doing it. I know. <clears throat> yeah, we're in but the you don't know because you're in the middle of it. You right, don't realize right, right, until right. you look up and somebody walk up to you and you got oh and you gray hair and they were like, if it wasn't for Nick Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> stand around. Damn, you don't see, know that's you, the fantasy that I have in my head of history, like you know bro. we don't know. We remember when EJ and Nick <laughs> started a ride along podcast and now we drinking we drinking Clizzies. You damn, I was playing. We said right, but I'm just saying. Yeah, two A's in the along for some reason. I don't know why the fuck. He had two A's in that Bro, shit. We're in the middle of it right now, so we just appreciate the ride. Mm-hmm. And then Man. once you get to where you at, you look back and like, damn, I guess we did accomplish yep. a lot. So yep. it's like Ron moved, Jeff moved because that's what everybody told us. The model was to say, you go to LA, you go to New York, and they green light you. Then you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now COVID happened and fucked everything up. And now LA is like, so I can't go up nowhere. I can't go outside. They're going to shoot you with a rubber mm-hmm. bullet if you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> You can't move and all that. Now everybody's moving to Texas. And it's just like, like I said, I don't do what everybody do. Right. I'm not moving to Texas. Because right. everybody's moving to Texas. I'm not going to... Everybody getting braids? Everybody got dreads? Bitch, well, fuck it in. I'm going to just go ahead and let my shit do what it do. Like, do you think that that hurts you at all? Like, do you think... Not getting like, braids? I just heard today that Rogan opened <laughs> up... A, no, no, not the braids. No, go ahead. I just heard today that Rogan opened up his, pod, or his uh, comedy, comedy club. club in Austin. And I was thinking like, you know, there's got to be an open mic there like there is at Ridley's. And if you were to go there, and like, you would smash. Yeah. And then you'd smash the next week and then the next week. And, like, eventually you're around all these people that are the most famous comedians in the world. And you might get on a podcast and that would give you 20 more thousand fucking followers and all mm-hmm. that shit. Like, do you not think that that would be more helpful to you? Or do you Nick, just want to stick to that Detroit you shit? You got to think about it like this. It's only so many mics you can grab. So if he mm. got a comedy club and 10,000 motherfuckers is now moving to Austin, Texas because Joe Rogan That's what I thought, club, too. A bunch like, of white dudes with beards. Like, that's it. A bunch of like bald motherfuckers who do UFC. Right. And now everybody, <laughs> everybody trying to do Kill Tony. It's like, why would I go do that when that's I can create I my too, own yeah. and I'll just build my shit brick by brick? Facts. And hey, if I don't get on till I'm 70 years old, then that's just a plan God had for me. Dog, I'm that's... not going to look back and be like, I wasted my life because no, that was what mm-hmm. it was supposed to be. Dog, ju- yes. d- Emily, you just it's made my favorite Can we end the Yeah. If you're if you're spending every Bars. day doing what you love to do, then it's like it's like the destination is not. It's like you spend every day doing what you love. So exactly. when you look for back, real, it's like real. if you get on or accomplish this goal, yeah. it's like that doesn't matter. And like, that's why I was no saying. There's no other alternative. And that's why I was saying like uh uh like Arab like COVID was damn near the best thing to happen to comedy because fucking. Mm-hmm. It like cleared the highway, kind of like it, like like motherfuckers so. moved to Texas, motherfuckers moved to Florida, motherfuckers true. like like it, it cleared the highway. Motherfuckers like, want coming out the house, so yeah, like, yeah. And Damn. then the people and the people that are like that terrified of COVID, they stayed in the crib. The Red Sea has parted, it, literally, literally. But it and also I, and, brought and, in new like COVID comics. Yeah, that, but it's, like, it's like five of them. Like, right, but but five. but like fucking. 
but I I I, I thought that was one of the dopest things mm. because everybody like is like, oh shit, I gotta do comedy, so I'm gonna fucking right. run, I'm gonna go to Texas. And it's just like cool, like you you can do what we was doing, but what was dope about like staying here is yeah. that like we have to like think of comedy in a different light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like and and like I appreciate the people who stay here and it's like, okay, I gotta kinda do more podcast shit. I gotta do more streaming. I gotta do more fucking like like you know, I gotta take I gotta take my shows more serious or whatever the fuck. Where where don't is you don't you worry though sometimes that uh you feel like you're one of the best comedians in the city and i think you're definitely one of them and i feel the same way i think he's the best if not or you know top three or whatever he the best he loves um, boogie that's yeah, why. he, he does love. He won't give it to me. Hey, hey, hey if Melanie buddy, comes bro. back in town, you're all in trouble. So. <laughs> Melanie, Melanie, you here. Melanie here. You here. Oh shit! The show. Yeah. All right, so let's not get one, two, three. Melanie's but the like, it's all, it's all niggas in your top don't, four. Do you yeah. ever worry about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. You just called them. Niggas. It's not Go my ahead. top three. You just, <laughs> you just called them niggas low key on the low. Like he said, it is. It is niggas. Don't you ever worry about like. You hear people talking about that, how there's five mics a night in New York, and there's, and it, like you won't even get on a certain mic because there's so many people signing up. Don't you ever worry that there's way more people there that are funnier? Who's that question? Or, or just, what you just, mean? just, just quantity wise. Quantity wise, don't you think that there's more people in L.A. and New York that were just rub stroking each other's backs here? Mm-hmm. The, like I sometimes I think that I'm we're all sure. just fucking not, rubbing not. each other, giving each other a massage here, just saying like, "Oh, you're really funny," but like, do we know how I funny we are? Because there's not I, that I many disagree. people so, here. Yeah, no, I'd know, love to you think know if that they're funny from the laughs. I agree with that the too, don't but lie. Yeah. they don't. So the I mean, I'm trying to get your question. Like, so you it's mean bars. like if you move somewhere else with more comics and more people and more mics, how how do I know that we're not just stroking each other's backs here? And here? that we just a yes. cog on like we're just as good as the because, Iowa comic. Because, like how listen, do I know that you're not the forty third best comic in New York? Like how's this. there's not a how's there not a Josh Adams you know in saying? Alabama? Put it like this, and this is what I'm telling you. Yeah. Because when I say people from LA come here and eat shit, mm. and people come here from anywhere and eat shit, and we go to other places, like bro, like when you get laughs here, you get big laughs here, you go to fucking Cleveland, you get standing ovations. So don't they lie see to, the don't thing. lie to me either. You know? I, mean, I swear to God, you're telling the truth. Because this you, means a lot. I'm just being real with you, bro. Like I've done comedy in places where they be like, when I go to a room and they're like, man, this room crazy. And I go in there, I be like, what? this is your hard Smash. room. Right. And I go crazy in that bitch, and it's like, oh okay. And then I had to, and bro, and I'm a motherfucker who is insecure. Like mm. I don't even like saying I do good, but it be like, I don't believe that about you, dog. I don't. And, I don't and, and then it's that. just like this, bro. He's good. I go to those places, bro, and I see how we. I see myself, and then I see how other motherfuckers get off, and I be like, "Damn, we just better than motherfuckers here because because of, of the artists." I believe we it now. With. I've heard a few people say that they go to Chicago, they go to other cities, and That's they. they, they it's so fast. If you go to, if you go to Texas, in reality, or wherever you go, cream rises to the crop, uh, cream rises to the top. Mm. So put it like this: I mean, just because you, I mean, if somebody ain't shit here, they probably ain't shit nowhere. But if you're good <laughs> here, you're gonna be great somewhere else. I agree. Do the work. That's the magic of Detroit. It's like that with everything. It really is. Yeah. um, Wow. I feel like we we were just talking. I feel like we were just talking about. What do you? Okay. So COVID has like changed the idea of comedy for Mm -hmm. everybody. How has it changed it for you? And like, what new opportunities do you feel like you saw from that? I definitely took advantage of the podcasting more, 
And um, did you start it like during? No, COVID? I did it before, you did it, but mm-hmm. I treated it like oh, I just got a podcast because mm-hmm. my man offered me a little space, so I'm doing it. But then once it was no more going outside and being around people, it was like, all right, this is my only platform. Outlet. So I legit was like, all right, I'm doing three podcasts a week, mm-hmm. tap in live, and I and then like now I know how to work sound, I know lighting, like mm-hmm. it increased other shit that I didn't have. Like so now if somebody come to me, I ain't saying I can work the board or nothing like that, but now I'm a motherfucker who like I know, hey bro, can you fix that? The sound don't sound right. The light. Now yeah. I know more. Like it just basically fits certain shit as far as like what I needed to uh to do. You know what I'm saying? So it just it just increased other stuff that I feel like I needed to uh uh like skill sets. They added more skills to my shit. Like as far as the podcasting, mm-hmm. um, I sat down, I wrote more. I learned that I do not like doing comedy via Zoom or fucking via <laughs> that Facebook. Shit terrible. That I don't shit think is weird. Single and you niggas that like doing it. Are weirdos. <laughs> I need people. I'm not talking Facts. like yeah. talking into a screen. That shit is weird. Right yeah, with no laughs. It's yeah. ugh, and I won't take no money that you give me it's to do that shit. Ugh. It's I there's feel. no future in that. There's no future in Zoom comedy. Yeah. There's ugh. no future. Ugh. You want to work out bets in your yeah. Mom's there's basement. no there's no future in that shit. This though. shit was nasty, and I want to shout out my dog. What's my dog who did the special at uh, Independent Noah? No chap. Mm-hmm. He don't need a he don't need a crowd. He's a genius. He the only he the only motherfucker that I, like can pull off his own because he, he don't need a crowd. He don't oh, yeah. need people. He don't need because there's no crowd when he's up on stage right. with the crowd. When, he's doing his, his he's doing the, that set. When the apocalypse happens, he is going to be on right. Dave Chappelle. Telling jokes to cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a, a we gonna sea of cockroaches. We gonna be we gonna be tuning in via radio <laughs> right. and whatever way you can see Noah, and he is going to be our whoever, Louis C.K., Jerry mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Cause I watched him do that shit and I was like. That's amazing. And yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to do that. I need people. Right. I like having people around. I like that energy. So. so here's a here's a okay. I don't know if this is on subject or not, but I think this is a question I was trying to ask earlier. So, um, Emily and I talk a lot about oh, like, and I I feel like I've heard you mention this on the podcast, but like, Beyonce isn't Beyonce to her kids. Mm-hmm. She's just that's just mom. You know what I mean? Like that's just. I don't give a fuck about this bitch. That's my mama. Like, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, like. She gonna say out to her. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we, like, like, like didn't throw up on her. Like, damn, right. I just threw up on Beyonce. Right. Like, it's just like, like, like she at home cussing Beyonce out right now. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. So, like, as a comedian and as a, a, a accomplished comedian that you mm-hmm. are, like, your children do they like see you as that? Do they know that you like that? That nigga in Detroit, no or do or or they like they like oh my my dad tell like do you had did you have to do like career day at their school? No, like, I never had to do no career day. <laughs> do like, set, do a set in like, the yeah. school. Like, <laughs> like like how like how is that being a, a a comedian father? I don't know. I don't you know like put it like like me. how do how seriously do they take what you do for a living? My youngest daughter don't know shit. She too, so she don't understand mm-hmm. none of that. But my oldest daughter is ten now. And she all her life she know I do something, mm-hmm. and um, she actually seen me on Apollo, which like which was one of my proudest moments, like to see me on TV. She understood what TV was, and then she seen me do it and win. So that was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal for me. But um, I don't think they. I, I think she just like somebody asked what her daddy do. She don't know I deliver liquor around here and all that. She just know I do comedy. She like I do shows, and if I take her like when she comes stay with me from the summer, I'm gonna drop you off at my sister at your at your auntie house. She know I'm even going to do a show. Or some along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think with anybody, I think kids don't never realize, like, the kind of uh, 
the, the prominence that their that parents come with their parents. Like, mm-hmm. I think Deja Pill kids look at him like, it's my daddy. I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Brian yeah. James. Like, yeah, yeah Brian, like, don't give a fuck. That's my daddy. Like, you know dad. what I'm saying? I just think that's just yeah. something you do. Like, you know, when you, when you know, you just don't appreciate your parent for what it is. Like, shit, Bronny's favorite basketball player might be Dame Lillard. Nigga, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they're like, nigga, you know your daddy is LeBron James. Literally. So I think that just come with the game, bro. Like, I wouldn't expect them to treat me no other way. Like, they friends. Like, I don't think at this level they friends. Like, that's your daddy, but. When they get to that point, their friends might do it, and their kids and they have your might. daughter's kids' friends seen you do comedy. Daughter's so. friends, so young. Your daughter's well, friends' when, kids. Daughter's friends. <laughs> daughter's friends are gonna have kids. kids. No, 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 oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Your daughter, your daughter's like twelve. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Teens. Your daughter, <laughs> or, my bad. My, your daughter's friend, your daughter's friends. Have they seen you do comedy? Like, have they, they came to see whatever the fuck? But my daughter would, like, tell... Keep, tell Has like, your daughter seen you do comedy? Yeah, she came to, like, some clean shows with me. Hmm. Oh, that's Yeah, she seen me do some church shows. And then... Uh, How do you like feel I, when your daughter in the crowd? Is that is that is that is it or is it just like she I'm only just really do... came to like one show and she was so young that I don't even think she understand what she saw, mm. but she saw the Apollo and then it's like she seen me on the same TV that Beyonce been on and all that, so she like all right, my daddy do something, mm-hmm. but um. No, I don't think none of her friends. Like I said, no, I don't think she. You know what I'm saying? By the time she realizes and see this shit, she probably be like, maybe when she's 14. By the time I'm really popping it on, and she be like, yeah, my daddy talk about fucking people and tell <laughs> so about my mama. Got a couple jokes about me, mm-hmm. and I don't think she'll really it'll blow her mind like that. I, these How kids are so focused on being famous anyway. Like facts. she got a YouTube page, and anytime I talk to her on Facetime, she like, mm-hmm. so now I'm about to make a. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck is you talking to me like this is a tutorial? Like just have a real conversation with me. But would you want your your no nope, ch- not to be famous or just Girl, comedian? Real quick, as a kid, no. I'll be a comedian. Everybody yeah. say that like because they got personalities, but. I mean, I don't know. I want them to do whatever they want. Like If, she if they want to do comedy. Like, I would be like, go ahead. I mean, and I would try to put like this. Any way I could try to help you get better, I would. But I'm not going to help you take no shortcuts. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because you're not going to really be good or appreciated. If yeah, you, you got to hit mics like everybody else. You got to grab the mics. You got to figure out how to be funny and do your thing. Like, you got to bump your head. Like, your kid's supposed to fall and hit their head on shit. Mm-hmm. I got two girls. So it's like. As much as I want to protect them, I can't be around them all the time, and I need to know that they're not gonna fall apart when something happens when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't want them to be famous as a kid because I feel like that fucks you up. Yeah. I've never seen a kid start transitioning and be somebody that I look at like that's a cool nigga. I don't think there's a single one. Not one you can you name. Miss out on just living. I feel like yeah, it you, gets you, too serious. You just been too. Soon. You just been practicing your whole damn life. Bow you know Wow's I mean? a cornball for some Bow Wow, uh, like, Bieber. Uh, yeah, as soon as he took the little off, he he went. Fell it's just off. nobody you can name that you've seen that was doing it since they was a kid. That is not a weird. Pussy Willow Smith. Because you feel like if you if you reach like uh, <laughs> your like potential or whatever, like you get famous or something when you're young, it's like you kind of like beat the game a little bit. So it's like, what do you have to? He ran into the wall. <laughs> what do you have to like continue to work for? That's what they say about like people. Who are like prodigies is like yeah. they they peak real early, but then it's like that's that's like where they they stop there. But people who have to like work at it, it it's a slower build. It might like, have to do with what you were saying earlier. With the talent doesn't want to work hard or talent lazy well, you don't talent. Have to. Yeah. You 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 hit your your mark early on, right? You know what I mean? Because you know you're good, so you feel like you don't have to work. It's like high school. We all know somebody in high school who was the man, or she was the she was the most beautiful in high school, and then you see him later in life, and by you. That was your, yeah. that was your hurrah, like yeah. you know, like they leaned school, on that for yeah. too long. Like I see people like that I met in high school, and it was like they was the man, and they 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 had Cardis on, they wore leather jackets, they drove Chargers, and mm-hmm. now I look at them, they fucked up. 
they was fucking people like crazy in high school. They was the coolest people. And now it was like, I'm kind of glad my transition is what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to peak early. Definitely You know what not. I'm saying? Like, can you imagine being like a big star as a kid and then the rest of your life you chasing that? Mm. You chasing this thing. And then you think about it, like Harry Potter. Bitch, you Harry Potter for life, cuz. <laughs> well, then you get bored with it. What do you do after that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at Macaulay Culkin. Look at Macaulay Culkin. Who fucking with Macaulay so Culkin now? Else. Nobody. You become a joke. You become a joke when you get that big and then you no longer as hot as you was before. We love Macaulay Culkin. You see that mm-hmm. motherfucker now? Yeah. You be like, man, get the fuck on, Macaulay. Yeah, yeah. Macaulay. Um, they fucked up naming him that in the first place. Oh, shit. I don't mind that name. <laughs> you like that name? Macaulay? What name? So what, you, you have I Johanna and then Johanna what's your other Kennedy. daughter? Kennedy? Kennedy, yeah. It's a boy? Kennedy. And it's both of those names are nice. probably your ladies' name, your ladies' ideas, right? No. Johanna, you came I, up with Kennedy. I was working at a, a call center and I saw Johanna's bird came across and I was like, I like that name. Ah. And then we was like, bet Johanna. I wanted to be Johanna. Uh, I wanted to be Johanna, but it ended up being Johanna. Ah. And then Kennedy, her god, my daughter's, uh, my daughter's mom's, her god mom, my daughter's god. My daughter's mom's godmom was like Kennedy, and I was like, I like that name for some fucking reason. Uh, and like we ran name. with that. And both of the names are like what both of the mom, uh, her, her, my oldest daughter's mama's name is Joy, so we wouldn't have a J name, and it just yeah, happened yeah. to fit because my name is Josh. Mm-hmm. And then Kennedy mama start name start with a K, so it's, it's just all it's all relative consistent. to the Adams too. Yeah. It all, it, it you know all I mean? just works because it's like, all right, your mama name is start Kennedy with a K, Adams. your name start with a K, Johanna, your mama name start with a J, and mine just happened to start with a J O. Mm-hmm. So that all worked out the way it worked out. So. It was like, yeah, you know, I feel like names really determine a lot about us. I think we don't give enough Facts. credit to that. We don't if your name was Facts. Tracy, I would not take you seriously. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if he went by Evan. Oh, I wouldn't fucking be on this podcast. He wouldn't even be on this podcast, would you? I would not be I literally Evan. was Evan until like 2016. Yeah, until you started I, doing comedy. Well, until I started doing comedy. back home, everybody calls him Evan. Nobody. And weird for calling him No shit. Yeah. No, but nobody that Evan. lives in the state of, or there's a select few people in the state of Michigan that know me as Evan. Why, why wow. would you be called Evan? That's, That's my real name. That's the E and Evan Jamal. Right, I'm out of here, man. I, <laughs> I would have never sat here and drunk this low grade of Hennessy with my name ever. Evan Jamal. Evan Jamal. Oh, EJ. Evan Jamal. Evan Jamal. I'm sorry to hear that. How, how's your middle name the blackest name? Yeah, yeah and, you know it was Jeff Horace that was like, you should make a bit about that. You got the whitest name Evan, and you got the middle name Jamal. It's a black Jeff, name. Jeff uh, blacker than a lot of us, bro. I know, I know. Like I, Jeff, I know. Jeff make me feel bad about the black <laughs> shit, and I don't be mad about. Are you mad about that? All right, well, I guess I should be too. I'm I'm the opposite of Jeff because like he a white dude that like grew up like. Like black, black, black. Kind of sort of, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what it seemed like yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. I don't know him as well as you do. Yeah. But like, I'm the opposite. Like, I grew up like black, like 100. percent Everybody black until I got to high I school. I couldn't see till I was three. Yeah, oh, right. All right. <laughs> uh, you pull out my dick, the whole room, you dog. Yeah. You know, like, but, uh, but, but, Kick and it. then I got to college, and then I got to college, and I, you know. Like my homeboy that like I came to college with like was a was a was a black dude, but he hung around with the white people, so I just hung out mm-hmm. with white people too. EJ's EJ's smooth. P- and that's I don't why like, I ended any kind of J. I usually like I'm skeptical, like a PJ or a CJ. I'm like, oh god, you work at like you definitely drive a forklift mm-hmm. and you definitely. But be, EJ really hit a woman. You know what's funny about like you ain't just talking about college because I was talking to my man's that I work with, and he was like, he was like, black people celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and I was like, I think. 
black people under the age of 40 because if you went to college, mm -hmm. you celebrated because Facts. white people celebrate. It just was an excuse to Facts. drink. So now we fuck around with like, I never thought about that until I started like, oh yeah, well, I, I did college shows and shit. I was like, oh, I guess St. Patrick's Day, we get drunk, drink green beer, even though I didn't drink. But that's why we get up for shit like that. Kennedy Facts. is an Irish name. Is it? Yeah. Shout out to that. No, he was the first Saint Irish Patty's president. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like Irish were like looked down upon for a while. Yeah. No, St. Patty's Day was a big deal at Western, bro. I believe it. It was but... a real big deal. It was a fucking well, like imagine that niggas State. waking up at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. green eggs and ham. Going up by two. Tequila. Is that some Chicago shit to go to like? The river, they the river. Chicago, or ah. because it's like St. Right Patty's there. is a big deal in Chicago it too. Died. They they mm. green the whole river in the same shit. Five thirty in the morning. Mm. Like I remember, I remember in high school, like 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 St. Patty's Day parade come around and like mm. nobody's in class. Wow, nobody yeah. like in high school. Like it's not like college where it's like you got the option to go. Does to anybody class know what St. Patrick did? No, nah, what do you do? I don't know. He didn't do shit. That's, I'm the wonder. Most sure overrated saint, like. There you go, he don't do it. <laughs> shout out, yeah. Oh, he's gonna out. pull it up shout right out, now. Saint what did Saint? And she literally, and she literally writes, "What did Saint Patty do? <laughs> <laughs> what did Saint Patrick?" I wish do? you just said not shit. Ireland yeah, later served as a bishop. He's credited as bringing Christianity to the parts of Ireland and was probably responsible for the Christianization of the Picts Damn. and Anglo-Saxons. He is one of the huh. so an imperialist. Great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Damn, I'm the crazy. I can read that out loud drunk. That's what's yeah, up. I'm you, impressed you, by that. You, you Shout out to you, Pat. <laughs> so yeah, you went to Western and J.J. Watt went to. Now you interview me. And <laughs> Antonio Brown went there. How do you feel that two all-pros went to a place that Antonio you Antonio Brown didn't go there. So Antonio Brown he went to He did go to Western. He went to oh, Central. He went to fucking Central. He went to Central. Who, else did, you, who else did you name? Damn, I'm tripping. They both went to Central. Damn. Okay, so. Don't right. say Lefevre. Damn Lefevre. Lefevre, Lefevre, Lefevre. Okay, so. Uh, first That's off, so Antonio Brown was the rawest nigga I've oh, ever seen. He was true. I heard. I heard he was the truth. So, like, so I'm at Western, him? huh? You play with him? I didn't play. Hell no, I didn't play. Okay. I was on the sideline. Oh, you it's, watched him ball? Yeah, no, I watched like, him in you were person. On the team at the I same was on, time. I was, I was at I Western. He, I think. Shit. I think Antonio. He wore number twenty wood. He was a weird number. He was a weird number. I don't remember what it yeah, was, yeah, it was like but it was Dan Lefevre. And Antonio Brown, and it's pretty much just the two of them, and they beat the fuck like Antonio Brown. When I tell you, Wait a minute. you were a corner. I was a so you had to go against Antonio Brown. I didn't play. play. I didn't play. No, so. but in the in practice, he played for another team. How, how am I going to okay. practice against Antonio I Brown? Too. I thought he was Western. Antonio went Brown went gotcha. to Central, which is our Western's biggest rival. I just wanted to see. right. So Antonio Brown, when I tell you this. Motherfucker was first off the rawest nigga I've ever seen in my in life. life, and then second off, like like when I tell you like he was a punt returner, like yep. and a kick returner, yep. and every tackle was down to the last tackle before like he, he damn went. near scored. Like, he yeah, scored yeah, almost ankle, every ankles. time he got the ball. Like you throw him a screen, it's going seventy yards. <laughs> you 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 kick him the ball, it's going seventy yards. Like it, like this was the rawest nigga I've ever seen. I in love person. to hear stories about. The best person you ever laid eyes on. That and nigga, I believe it. It's not even close. Antonio it. Brown was the rawest nigga I've ever seen, bro. Just, that, that was him and T.Y. Hilton. Hell How yeah. How you see T.Y. play? Who he played for? Uh, I did I wasn't playing. He played, he went to uh Florida International, right? Uh -huh. And and uh They from the same area. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, those yeah, two. from from like Florida somewhere. Area. Yeah, they, they play like together, like yeah. some little mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, so so T Y Hilton, uh, my my one of my closest friends, Josh, I grew up with. He went to FIU. He not me, football. another nigga. Yeah, yeah, not not Josh Adams, Josh Forney. He went to <laughs> uh, he went he went to FIU, and he was a he was a, a freshman when T Y was a senior, and they play uh in the Little Caesars Bowl. You know what wow. I'm saying? They played in the Little Caesars Bowl versus Toledo, and Ty beat them niggas by himself. Oh, it was it was literally the exact same thing I seen from from Antonio Brown, except Ty was smaller. Yeah. He was he's like he like Nick height, like mm. five. And like, Antonio Brown little, so that's yeah. And Antonio Brown like five nine, or he's like five ten. Antonio Brown like five ten. Ty like five eight. Yeah, but he was just raw. But them nigga oh dude, it was it was it was There's something about I go back to the famous people that went to West because something just fucked yeah. me up. Cause I Terry think yeah, I just seen no no Luther Terry Vandross. Terry Cruz. Luther what? Vandross did go to Western. Yep. But he, dro- he dropped out. He dropped out. He what dropped the fuck? Luther yep. Vandross are gonna graduate though. I people that graduated from Western. Well, if you sing that good, it <laughs> don't just, fucking matter. He didn't need to. He was like, I'm fucking around. That's the most famous person. Tim Allen, cool. But Luther Vandross is the most famous person that ever went to Western. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's you're right. There. Yeah. I was gonna say Terry Crews, but no, mm-hmm. Dennis Archer. No, but Terry Crews ain't fam- more famous no, than no, Tim no, Allen no, you're either. Right. You're right. Wow. It goes he Luther, Terry then Cruz Tim Allen, then, Lu- then Terry Crews. Tim Cruz. Allen, I feel like Tim Allen. I don't know. Tim Allen ain't did shit. I don't know. Since. I, I mean, he he is Santa Claus. He he's like kind of Santa. Yeah, but them bitches came out in 2002. Terry Crews is like still doing shit, and Luther Vandross is so famous. You're right. You're right. Wow, that just I just didn't even think Luther Vandross went to college. I never even mm. thought about that. <laughs> yeah, why? That's you're a Steelers fan, aren't you? Just you just could sing All your time. life. How did you? Okay, so All you're. Time. How did you become a Steelers fan from Detroit? So, so for those y'all, like for for those y'all don't know, and by those y'all don't know, I mean Emily. The yeah, Pitts, the Steelers <laughs> are from Pittsburgh. Yes, and Pittsburgh, kind of similar city to Detroit. Yep. But like, how did you become a fan of that shit? Yeah. Um, As opposed to like Lions or even somebody in the Midwest. Well, well, my dad grew up in Michigan. Uh, he grew up in Mississippi, and um, they, they didn't team. have no. They had no teams down mm-hmm. there. So he either he he rooted, and he grew up like in the seventies. So he he rooted for Pittsburgh and he rooted for the Lakers. So those are his two teams and those are my two teams. Do you know so, why he liked them? Because they didn't have no other. They had no other professional team to fuck with. Because I don't think the, the Saints color was yellow. Mm-hmm. No, they just was winning and fucking people up. And he was like, all right, I like the Steelers, the yeah. blue collar. And um, I adopted that. And Pittsburgh is like my favorite sports franchise. Like, I hate when they play because I live and die with every play. Mm-hmm. Every fucking uh, <laughs> acquisition they make, every person they lose. And I fucking So you're hate. a real football That's awesome, fan. Man. I hate it. I, I can't even it. do I, fantasy. I'm the same way. I can't I'm do fantasy because I can't want Odell Beckham to score no touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Facts. it's just like my whole team is a bunch of motherfuckers and Steelers and I'm going to get popped. Facts. Yeah. So I'd rather them win in real life. But Every yeah. single every single fantasy team I've ever had, I'm, I'm going to draft as many Bears players as I, I feel possibly bad. See, that's retarded. Yeah. Both, <laughs> both of you are like, pick, pick people better from other teams. But right? it's not It's fantasy for a reason. Yeah, I know. And it's fun. I get why. It's fun, but it's like there's a reason I don't pick Lions players. Okay, I was born and raised in this area. Yeah. And real just, fans are different thing though. They're on a different level. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I real up, fans are real idiots. No yeah. Yeah. I am an idiot. Like I'm a total idiot. <laughs> Watching the game, bro, it's like, oh man, with somebody and our girls, like, are you serious? I'll be like, you need to leave. <laughs> like, like, and then, he tells me he said, "Don't talk to me or call me when the game's on." He's like, "That's real. the only time he ever says that." You're like, so "But I'm me, on the couch next to you. Just let me live, because it's like, like and then Emily, I'm gonna be mad a little bit. Like when they lost to the Browns this year, bro. Oof. Don't talk to me, bro. The Browns. 
Don't I talk know to you me. like football this much. So How about when Jerome like, Bettis was at the Super Bowl in Detroit? I moved back. Smashing. You I never met him? <laughs> no, I haven't. I literally moved back when that Super Bowl happened. Yep. When I moved back to Michigan, from when I started the story about moving so back from Mississippi. when they cleaned up the city, made I moved it less back, homeless. I pulled up. Pittsburgh was in the Super Bowl playing the, uh, the Seahawks. Jerome Bettis, a McKenzie, uh, McKenzie uh, he played for McKenzie, was back. It was the most story-booked uh-huh. ending you could ever see. Yep. And, and then mm. the game before that, the motherfucker fumbled the ball. And Ben Roethlisberger just happened to be the fastest person on the field at the time and was able to tackle the safety <laughs> because they had double tight ends. I'm watching the game. I'm, I ain't even watching the game. Somebody telling me on the phone, like, hey, man, y'all got the ball. I'm at, I'm at work in Mississippi, and they're like, man, y'all got the ball on, like, the one-yard line. Uh, they about to hand that bitch wrong. He's going to end it. Next thing you know, he was like, man, this nigga done fumbled the ball. <laughs> and I'm like, quit playing with me, dog. Yep, safety picked up. He about to run it back. No. Being tackled him. They missed a field goal. We went to the Super Bowl. Bro, well, yeah, he, what, was hilarious, what was hilarious is city. like when Josh started this story about football shit, the, just seeing the soul leave Emily's fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, she yeah. just Let's like, bring Emily back like, into her this. eyes like glazed so over. So she yeah, was fuck like, the football. Emily, what other questions you got? <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. Emily, you had some good questions. Like I said, this is my most I introspective. All the way out. Like, all the way. Okay, <laughs> take us somewhere. Um, take us somewhere. Let's see here. Wherever you want to go. You don't got to you don't, you don't come up with nothing on this. Uh huh. Let's let's do more. let's 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 do one more. Let's do some more. I love you, Jay. That's why. Why? I'm so mad that you calling this cheap shit. And I it's a thirty dollars for a fucking pint. It's a pint. That wasn't even a fifth. It was a pint, and it cost thirty dollars, nigga. But now you're not about to forget it. I ain't buying. I ain't buying liquor for none of my guests. No more, nigga. This nigga not unappreciated. You gotta do research on your people on the show. That just shows you didn't. But I felt like I was gonna be like racist. Like I was like, oh, like, like you was racist about buying this regular ass Hennessy. If I bought, if I'd rather I, you be right. Fuck being racist. If you are gonna be racist, at least be right. If oh, it was my sexy, like what kind of Hennessy you like, nigga? Like you know, it's like look at that good ass elixir See, right there. This is <laughs> what for me. This little black. The VSOP. That that that's what my you like pops that? drink. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit visually. But what's up, M? Talk to me. Cause they be asking me all this kind of football. Hold on, let's take this. Let's let's take this. Let's take this little little thing. Cheers again to uh, Josh being trash at football. Yes, Lord. Hell yeah. I don't know if I can do this one. You got a neck. Don't pussy out now. You can sleep here. You can sleep here if you need to. Fuck All right, me. so comedy is like, obviously, it's a creative outlet for you. Yes. It's your career. Like, is there anything you do as like a hobby? Like, what else do you like? That's a good no question. Hobby, bro. And I really? want one. I was talking to somebody about that She's yesterday. She's saying, you got a beautiful voice. Thank you, mm-hmm. man. I appreciate it. We should tongue kiss. Um, <laughs> Do it. That's a podcast exclusive right Boy, there. You hey, would not get me the... wilding out in this closet. Um, bro, you're the only person I consider it just to get on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. If you, if get you me do on... that, he will make it the clip. I'm warning right and, now. Uh, that it will the be the clip. And you know how homophobic black people is. They be like, right. Josh out here. Done. He done That's going to be the title of the show. Done. Josh Adams, Tongue Kisses, uh, White Man. What I'm going to say, uh, I, I need a hobby because I feel like anything I do is always lean towards comedy, like books I read. Anything I'm doing is... It lends itself to my passion, and I just want to have a thing that takes my mind off it. If play just piano, for an hour. play bass. Yeah, just like bro, Don't I'm just you. doing this for me, mm-hmm. and I don't give a fuck if I'm good at it or not, and I need one. We never so had a it's hobby? a fucked up question. Growing like up? video games, I don't have fun with that shit no more. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I just that's need to really find a hobby. Like I really need to find something that's like I just do this to besides do this. fucking. You said you were going comedy. out to the gym or whatever. Yeah, I go work so, out, but that's just trying to just. That's just like not a hobby. That's just like I gotta do this to be. He's got two hobbies: fucking and comedy. And yes, he goes to the gym so he can fuck. But the thing about it, comedy give me pussy, so it lends itself back to comedy. <laughs> See, I told, it's all bad. No, I told Josh really earlier. 
Son, I told Josh earlier, I'm like, you can't get swole. You too, you too tall to be yeah, swole, yeah, bro. Why can't you, be swole? Because, you because too, well, you're going to be terrifying, bro. You're going to be a terrifying individual. I don't want to be swole. You're going to look like Khalil Mack, bro. You're going to look like fucking, you're you going to be terrifying. I don't want to be swole. Go to the gym if you want. Don't listen to him. I know. And I had this discussion with somebody about that, about like comedy used to be a thing where people would play it on some old, like, uh, you had to either be fat to be funny, or you had to be short, or you mm. had to be skinny and Facts. weird and gangly thing, looking. Yeah. But in reality, some motherfuckers can't. Like you have to just be funnier than what the fuck you look like. Yeah, like, and, and that's Josh, dog, Josh, it's like dog. Chappelle start working out. Look at that motherfucker, Chappelle. Yeah. Like, he still looks. He looks like shit. I, I gotta don't, say, I don't, he's, like, he, he he's still look. funnier when he was a gangly little straight. He look, he's just I gotta look, say, he's like an old, like fat but kind of swole man. Like he still got a. He like I got arms, you know. but so a you gut. think you got okay. you have to be no. weird looking to be funny? No, so that's what I hate. I hate that mentality. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all this: looks don't matter as much as you think you do. So I don't agree with that. They don't matter. No, they I don't. don't. And that's, I, don't. I, I subscribe to that. You subscribe no, to that? I believe that. So, so if I so went I up in blackface, and I... Okay. <laughs> you get your ass beat. Yeah. Depending no, on but here's my thing. Like, like I always felt like there's some... Like, like there's certain women that do comedy, and it's just like... It, I feel like it's going to be harder for you if you're, like... Attractive? Beautiful. Like, not even just attractive. Like, I'm talking about, like... Gorgeous, like like fucking. It depends. It's, it's damn near distracting, and 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 that's what mm. I was gonna like bring. Like we talked about this before we came on, mm. but I was like I felt the same about like tall niggas. Okay. Because like, mm-hmm. cause tall dudes are like the bad bitches of niggas. Like it's like you, yeah. you like because <laughs> be, well said. You know, like it, you don't you don't just come across six six niggas all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so like. Like I always felt like it's it's almost distracting. It's, it's it's damn near distracting. Like if a girl is, I've seen plenty of girls that are like you are t- like too go- like because you don't need to be funny. You've never seen nobody a girl that was attractive and then was like, oh, cause she funny. There's a there's a level of attractiveness. There's a there's a level I, like some like there there. Well, let me ask you this because I'm six six. I mean, do you think I'm funny? <laughs> So I, I figured it obviously, out. Obviously, but I like disagree with you. But no, but what I'm saying disagree. is like. Uh, well, it's not because you're attractive and you suck. It's because, like, you don't need to be funny. Like, a hot girl don't need to be funny. She doesn't need to. We're Nobody gonna... needs to be funny, though. Kind of. Yeah, Nobody you do. needs to be funny. You just happen to be funny. It's like a mutant power. But when, like... you're a comic, when, you're, when you're a comic, you kind of need to be funny. And, like, when you're hot, like, it's just like... Like, like, what are you doing this for? Why, think, why are you here? I, I'm gonna let you, 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 you can get, you can get something. penis whenever you want. You can, you can get Instagram. whatever you want. You can get you, like, like you more can, followers. Some, than some, some rich nigga snatch you up. I just don't easy. think. I just don't think that people do comedy. I mean, I get it. You doing comedy, so it's like you're supposed to be funny. So a lot of times, if you get into comedy, is one of those things where you just happen to be funny. Every comic got they no. like, like they thing. Like it's like it's like what what is it about you that What about Tiffany like, Haddish? What what you're saying though? Mm. Is- Tiffany Haddish grew like was an orphan. But is she up, attractive to you? She, very. But is she but too attractive the to the comedy? Part, huh? No, but huh but okay, <laughs> the maybe just debunk my what whole it, theory. What it huh? is is it- People always play to their strengths. That's really what it is. So I'd like, fuck Wanda what sucks. you're saying is that like, if if your strength, like if your if your strength is you're naturally funny, like you're gonna go down that route. If that's not your strength, if you like maybe your looks or maybe your smarts or all these other things are your strengths, you're gonna play to that strength. So like, sometimes you might think like, okay, if they if they you know are 
like obnoxiously attractive or whatever. Mm. That might not be their, their <laughs> obnoxiously strength. Obnoxiously attractive. Some people are obnoxiously attractive. But here's attractive. the other thing too. You also don't take into account that like people don't a lot of times just wake up beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like like being beautiful is a lot about like like over time you learn like what makes you feel good like so how to make yourself look good. Develop the mentality so, before they got fine. But what I'm saying is like is like people don't just wake up beautiful. Like it takes it takes working on yourself inwards and outwards to be mm-hmm. a beautiful person. So like if you get up there and you're a beautiful person, like you don't see all the behind the scenes. They didn't just wake up sure. like that one day. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Aren't they cute? Aren't they cute? Man, I love this couple. And I believe bro. that. And then, like you said, he open to hearing what she's saying. But like I said, it's like <laughs> love it. I don't like, believe, uh, as opposed to other people, it was like shut the fuck up. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I just don't believe that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can be funny if you have a, a if your perspective is something that's interesting and it's funny. You should be able to get it off, whether you fat or mm-hmm. short yeah. or gangly or yes. anything like you know I mean Scarlett Johansson might have a cold ass hour special in her we just mm-hmm. don't know yet I doubt it you, it's just if it's in you to do it you do it but that, you gotta be able to be like just cause a motherfucker fine they fine it's like yeah. just it's about what they saying you gotta get outside of that I when did you realize you were the funny nigga when I was young, like, I mean, like, no, but, but somebody—I feel like somebody had to tell you. Everybody was funny. To I know you, everybody told you, but like, was it after you realized it, that you were the good-looking, tall? I mean, I never realized I was good-looking. Like, yeah. I, I still this day, I still be like, you know, right. I play that role. You You're know what I'm right, saying? Buddy. But You're my thing straight. is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know it's better looking niggas in the world, right, nigga. but motherfucker. After a while, if enough people tell you funny, you just like, well, I guess they might know yeah, something that I don't. For real, you know man. what I'm saying? So I, I don't realize it's the exact moment, but I just know I always just was able to be to get laughs. I just always, even without trying, I could be sorry. talking about some serious shit. I would get Nick, laughs. Nick, were you, were you the funny dude, or were you? I got to pee. Can I do that? Go yeah. ahead, bro. For sure. Cause I'm and I'm asking Nick this anyway. So like, I definitely were, were you I was, I like was, the funny dude in high school. I, I, right, I would to get the, the right, uh, right, like directly to your right. Yeah, two rights. Um, I would def- I would get the teachers to laugh more. Like the teachers would not want to laugh, pet. but they'd laugh, <laughs> which is like even better for me. You know what I mean? Like. Obviously, I would make. So you disrupt the class, but since you got to yes. laugh, it's like I was straight, I got a call from my mom, from the teachers to my mom every year from kindergarten to fifth grade, every fucking year, saying he's a little bit disruptive. Maybe you should get him on Adderall or whatever. <laughs> but I, I, then it turned out in high school that I would end up making the teachers laugh, and I could tell that they didn't want to laugh, which. It That's just right. gets me going like a fire under my yeah. bum, like under my asshole. Just it's fucking. Like, I know you think this is funny. This yes, is like, come on. That's my like favorite shit. Come which on. kind of explains some of my comedy right now. I, I hate to define my comedy. I hate writing a bio or anything like that. But uh, that definitely, I remember a, a few experiences of like a teacher being like, "All right, Nick. All right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I could just see it in their eyes mm-hmm. that like, they like, weren't. I know I should. Right. Break you up, but like I don't want to because it was funny. Yes. Right. Hell yeah. A teacher brought me out in the hall one time and put her finger. She kept putting one finger in my fucking chest. I'll never forget that. Right in my sternum. I could hear it. She would touch it? Yeah, she would touch it. Uh-huh. And she was like, because I said, she said, asked me a question. And she was like, do you, did you do your homework? And I was like, did a bear shit in the woods or what? Or something. <laughs> I said something like that. And she brought me outside and she was laughing while she was doing it, poking me in the chest. And all I could hear is my chest resonating in my head. If you do it right now in your sternum, you'll hear it. Yeah, it's not like, mm-hmm. But, and, uh, I was always a clown. Before I was One way or the other, I was always about laughter. 
like gosh. laughter to me is what it all comes down to, man. Facts. And it's a it's a weird fucking emotion, man. Hey, y'all bathroom shit. I don't know who put that bathroom together, but they did their motherfucking thing. <laughs> Dude, Emily put everything Kudos. together. That Emily bathroom is immaculate. Josh, you don't. That's how Kim Emily. Kardashian bathroom looks. I know. <laughs> That's how I imagine. Hopefully bigger. Josh, no. you don't. You you remind me of Diego Antanasio in that you I don't laugh much. I love Diego. Diego's I love Diego a, too. Diego is a shit. But I look at both of you as somebody who's been in the game for a while and who is hilarious. You bought it for me. Which yeah. one is yours? Which one is mine? Because I don't know what you, what you mean. Oh, what, shot glass? Yeah, which one is yours? I'm going to take a baby. Um, I'm gonna, let me pour a baby. It's alcohol in it. We'll be fine. Uh, I didn't put here. it back there for sure. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Well, bye-bye. Hand me that. Good here you go. Here you but go. I, look at, I look at both of you as like somebody... Congratulations. Diego getting so married, funny. too. Yeah, he's, he's been uh-huh. married. He has a kid. Yeah, and he got a, key, he got a uh, crib and you all of that. A little bit of this, my mm-hmm. G? He's got five. Yeah. You sure you're going to be fine? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, man. Give me the whole thing. Give me as much as you got. You good, bro. All right, but go ahead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, before, before we get into Diego, cheers one more time. Damn, I was did, uh, more, but I'm glad I didn't. Dude, I'm I'm so happy that like did you got to drink in Tennessee. Dog, yeah, you get to share real. this moment. Go ahead, clink him and then get him together. I'm, I'm glad we can share this moment. I clink you for him, my baby. All right, so you don't laugh much. You don't at other shit. Uh uh-uh. uh And is is it because that you? Are just numb to laughter. Yeah, I'm or just like... sensitized to humor. At this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's true. I think no, it, it is. is. I, like, is I laugh it? more at regular people than I do comedians because we being we trying to be funny, right. not even trying, but it's our job to be. So sure, I, sure, sure. I'm more like if you do some funny shit, Nick, I'll be like that's funny, right? But a regular <laughs> motherfucker, I will laugh at for days. Yes, like my boy Booney. You make a, a lot of people self conscious because of that because like you'll be at a show <laughs> and like everybody is like, holy shit, Josh Adams. Here. Oh wow! And then fucking, and then they trying to do they fucking Sunday best. Like I'm doing the fucking greatest hits, and he, and then yo ass be fucking. Let me see what this bitch on fucking. You but know it's what I'm open saying? mic, bro. It's like, but my thing be some motherfuckers. You make a lot of motherfuckers self. I didn't realize that, but I you mean, do, you do. I didn't realize that, but it's just like. I know some motherfuckers personally that was like, Josh doesn't think I'm funny because he didn't laugh at it. Into it too much. And I, I, yeah, I, I, I think agree. I is. think they're reading yeah. it too. It's just like, it's, it's like, no, it's just like, it's, we had a mic. Like, it's don't very, nobody pay yeah. attention. It's, and very, like, it's very rare. And then, like, you know, I listen and I'm kind of in and out because I don't want to listen to somebody's shit and then be like, oh, I had a joke like that or I could make that better. Like, What's you know the last what I'm time you laughed out loud at a, at a joke time. that you saw? He was I mean, at I'm, talking like, I'm talking like I was involuntarily. Nah, like you just, what did you say? He uh, talked about Lynch's last time he was there. But uh, I mean, I can name jokes that I laughed at. I can't think of the last time I laughed at something out loud. It's a lot like of people who make laugh. me laugh. Like, but like fell. I said, Blaine got a joke that I wish I that I thought of. You said of. that to me a while ago. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of shit that I hear that I'm like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that shit. Right, but it's that's all you say. But like, I can't out think. Or you I can't express. Think. You're like, that's funny. Bro, but I mean like... But I mean, what we don't no, do at this point, bro? Like, we, we deal in humor, nigga. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just the like thing that's that we funny. love. Like, it's ruined for us. Almost. It's not ruined because it's I not... still laugh. I laugh every day. Like my daughters made me laugh. Regular people made me laugh. Yeah, it's just comedians. It's... it's like it's almost like it's like Scott and Alex Summers. It's like, nigga, I can't hurt you. We we, we brothers mm-hmm. and we mutants. So if I shoot you with this, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna do nothing. So it's just like we we weird, bro. We weird. We are I'm, weird. Hey, man. And I, and Chappelle I, and, said it, and it's the funny shit. Bro, I really just wish that I could be a regular dude, bro. 
Like I hate that. Do I, you? I don't think. I, I do. Think, yeah. I do. do. You? We were talking remember, about this. I remember well, I was at the pawn shop and, and the dude that I was working with was telling me he was like, "Man, I'm about to go home. Me and my girl, man, I'm about to make some steaks and we just gonna watch movies and get high." Oh, I don't it. even get high. I was just jealous that he could just go do some regular shit. Facts. Okay. And yeah. I'm too busy. Trying to get on that TV show Facts. that you finna watch with your girl eating steaks. Woo. Like I'm finna get off my job early to drive to Grand Blank and change my clothes in the car to do a <laughs> comedy show, which I love, and then come back and go to sleep in the parking lot and get up and go to work the next day. Dog, having dreams is stressful, dog. But I, 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 I but I couldn't live no other way. I, I used, to, but I say that like I wish I could just be a civilian, and I hope I'm not offending y'all by calling y'all civilians or nothing like that. But I just wish no. I could be normal. I say normal, but it's just like this thing in me, bro. If I didn't have this, bro, I don't know what I would be. Facts, doing. yeah. No, I, I, no, I, oh, I totally agree with you saying damn, because I we have friends I relate to that so yeah, much. We have friends that are like just content with like I'm just gonna work at Quicken Loans. I'm gonna pay my little bills. I'm gonna fucking you know. Like you had to go get a fucking cord and send your girl to go get it. Yeah. It's like why do we have to do that? Do you think your fucking friend give a fuck about an XLR cord? Yeah. Nope. He's watching fucking the the mass dancer right now. I know. Yeah. Noah, I know Noah Dancing Chapman. with the stars. What you say? I know Noah Chapman. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I just it's motherfuckers that Chapman. I shouldn't know that no I know. Chapman. <laughs> I know Josh don't know nobody name out here, bro. <laughs> No name? one gonna listen to this and be so disrespectful. What's his like, name? <laughs> no chap. You're close. You, no you chap. No chap. I got love. He don't give a fuck. He, he just added That's something to it. Now. He didn't. He didn't Noah like Chapman miss now. anything in the. Hey bro, you that's your it industry right. name, bro. Technically, you just added to it. He said no Chapman. You know what I mean? That's like when somebody says it's in the wash. <laughs> hey, it's like Noah. you got the words right, but you just added an R. Well, he can't be too mad because like I told him, he is a genius. He is a genius. But like I said, no, I'm drunk right. off some shit that I don't normally drink. But like That's I said, I know motherfuckers because of this life I live, which I'm blessed to do. Like I said, like, mm. nigga, I know... Paul Pepitone, and that's the great. I'm so glad God put Paul, Paul Pepitone in my Pepitone life. Too. It's people that I hang with that when I get around regular people in my life that I knew growing up, they're like, "These the motherfuckers you be with on the regular." Yep. Yeah, these my guys, bro. Mm-hmm. I hang with gay people, mm-hmm. and most of my friends they are very weird with gay people. Yeah. And these my guys. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I really like. I had Justin uh, Covington. I said that right, right? Covington, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had him do my show. Yeah. I you, you don't know Covington, but he's, oh, you don't he's, know he's a he's a gay gay boy. Justin dude. Covington man. And um I'm gonna add men to everybody's show. <laughs> Justin like Covington. Covington men. But at the end of the day, I had him come do my show. And black people are so misogynistic. I mean, they just so homophobic that they was weird when he started yeah. talking about being gay. He didn't say nothing out the way, but once they realized he was gay, everybody got uncomfortable. They like and, check out, yeah. And I Damn. fucking chastised the shit out of them. I went crazy. Yeah. I came up with some bit that was wild. And, you did uh, that for me one time. What I do? What you said? You did that for me one time. About so, your transsexual joke? Uh, no. You know what joke it was? I'm at Baker's, right? Mm-hmm. You and Ron was there, and so I go up at Baker's and I do the. Uh, and you're shaking. I do the. I do the. I do the pre disease. Uh, the the abortion like yeah. fucking blah 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 that joke. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And the Jesus. Jesus which, jokes don't work. With Jesus jokes. It better be great if you're in a black room, right? <laughs> Which I thought good, this joke was dude, like that legit. Joke is great. So I, I, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm confident. I go up, this joke, I do it, Ugh. bombs like it, it, it bombs hard, right? Blah blah blah. And then I do a joke about like, cause this is when I'm still like sicker than I am now. So I do the like finger up my ass, like I can't mm-hmm. feel shit. Obviously, so two things black people ain't with gay shit and anti Jesus. <laughs> so like I did both of those back it wasn't to back. Anti Jesus, it was just it's not anti Jesus, no, but no, I was no. just like you know, but but whatever. So I go up, 
I'm, I, and both of those jokes bomb. And I still don't even feel like I had that bad of a set. Mm-hmm. But like, whatever. But right. then Josh go up and was like, 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 yeah. like, so what? He fucked my body. I don't know what the fuck you said. Mm-hmm. But it, like, it, it one, it brought the crowd up. But it, two, it was you were just like kind of defending me. And I was oh. like, that's kind of, is kind of, I don't, you, you, you'll never remember this. But I remember this because like, I don't be at Baker's that often. Yeah. So like. So like I, you right. know, I don't know where I was I going it, with this, th- but think, like it I was... think it's, I think Josh when I earlier when I said that you can't bomb anymore, I think it's because you talk so goddamn fast and confidently mm. that like you don't have the chance to bomb, like like no, the audience bomb. feels really like. <laughs> I've seen yeah. a lot of confident motherfuckers bomb. God, I want to see you Same. bomb so bad. Mm-hmm. You want to see my downfall? I would kill to see you bomb, bro. I mean, it happens, but this I don't want to see your downfall. I just want to see you for like, my own. Eat a- Dick, yeah, bro. like like I mean, eat a fucking but, oh like, lord! But, I want to see you eat a, I've a seen fat that. dick. I was at a room. Me and Boogie had a show in Pontiac one time, mm-hmm. and it was a couple in the crowd. Mm-hmm. It was a long hall, like a warehouse almost, yeah. damn near, and a couple, just mm-hmm. two people. And I mean, I think at a certain level, when you're comfortable enough with yourself and your jokes yep. and your mentality, you can't bomb because yeah. you mm-hmm. find your way out. Yes, yeah. facts like. I mean, I, I try as hard as I can to not, like, I, I got a few laughs and I didn't, like, show that I was bombing in my head. Mm-hmm. But, like, you watch somebody that goes up there with nobody in the crowd and nobody paying attention and they still do it confidently mm-hmm. and they show no uh, inkling of, like, oh, shit, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody's here. I'm I'm in Pontiac mm-hmm. in, the, in a snowstorm and nobody's fucking paying attention to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you also have to recognize the reality of the bullshit of the situation, but also right. yeah. I don't know, man. But this Ooh. is what it looked like sometimes, and I said this the other day when I was doing the show with somebody, because there's certain audiences that you know don't really put like this, bro. I'm gonna give y'all the show y'all deserve. You know what I mean? When I'm going up, it's like who don't want to have a good time? Fine. The shit I'm finna say, whether it's a church show, whether it's a, a mainstream room or an urban set, it's like I'm gonna give you the show you deserve. This shit I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do me, and it's worked here before, and me has worked in a bunch of other places. And if you don't have a good time, something wrong with you. It's not wrong. You're not gonna look at me like this motherfucker weird for him talking. Bitch, mm. you came to a comedy show, right? So right. at the end of the day, we gotta stop doing the impossible for the ungrateful sometimes. Mm. So I'm going to go do me and if you ain't fucking with it, then that's on you. I know what this shit is. I mean, I went to the Apollo Thanks. and they didn't boo me. So you don't like me? Well then, you probably got cancer and I can't do nothing for you. You should go get chemo. <laughs> so two so so two questions. So two that's what you said one, at the church show? Yeah. One, one I want to I want to preface this by saying, bro, like when I say like I want to see you bomb. No, I know what you're saying. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we it's like give you, well, I don't want to see you. We want to see it like shitty. It's two just years like later, like earlier. We we you want to see LeBron lose? I we hold you. We hold there, you to a, like yeah, uh, like we hold you to a high standard. Like yeah. I know you sitting here with us drinking henny and fucking blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But like we we still at, on some comedy shit. Like yeah. hold you to a high standard. It would be cool to see you just like be like the rest of us. You know what I mean? But like, but I do bomb. But like can at this, at the, but at the don't same. Believe it. Can I right. can I ask you an intimate question? You can ask me a very intimate okay. question. I love so your question. What's your favorite sex you, position? No, I leave. I put a dildo no. on my ass every now and then. Okay, <laughs> so when people are um, very good at what they do and mm-hmm. they're very like that's like their thing. They're always like trying to be better and whatever. Like I feel like those are the type of people that are insecure. Mm-hmm. And you say that you are insecure, which to everyone else were like, "How you're so good?" But that's very typical of people who like that's their passion, that's their craft. Like you're. Why do you feel like you're insecure with what you do? 
Oof. That's why you married this girl. Dude, or, you're gonna nice with the question. She dude. hard body with it. I know uh, she is. She, I don't know. I can't pinpoint it, but I always just feel like I don't ever really. I'm always trying to measure up to something. I don't know. So it's always like I'm always trying to be better. I'm always trying to get to a place, and it's just like it's a gift and a curse. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's it's a constant. That's why I said it's probably why I drink because it it take that away from me. But it's like I don't know. I might need to sit down with somebody. A therapist, and I might not need to figure that out because it might fuck up mm-hmm. the comedy. You're your harshest critic. Do you feel like that's like what, like that, like insecurity or whatever you call it. It's like just you, your drive to like get to the next best thing and be better and like, you know. I think that's it, you know, because for real, I be sitting there thinking about that. Like, you know, it's just always wondering, like, damn, did this work? And do they mm-hmm. like this? Like when I'm up there performing, I don't look at the audience. I look past them. Hmm. I kind of just incre- that's, that's, no, that's, you look, that's surprising. I, some here and there, but for the most part, majority of the audience, it's just an energy Josh that I'm Shuba riding. Special with. the other day, I'm like, he's trying to fuck these bitches. He's like, I look past them for the most part, but Can I, do you want me to edit that out? No, but, you can do that. Okay. But it's like, <laughs> it's like for the most part, I'm not staring at anybody. It's almost like predator. I see heat signatures, mm. and then if a motherfucker move. Like anything happen, I kind of pick it up and then I go at mm-hmm. it. But for the most part, I spilled I'm a looking... shot glass over here, back. He spilled that shot glass. Yeah, and it was but, my daughter Johanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just right. like it's He's like putting waves. phone charger in. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's you, just like a wave. Do you like have to prep yourself before you get on stage, or you just go up and do it? Like, what's oh, yeah. your your mindset before question. you get up? I'm always totally. nervous when I go up, and I think if you're not nervous, then you probably don't really love it no more, and you're not gonna mm. be good at what you do. Because you got some that stage. Were you yeah. nervous this past weekend? Most definitely, especially with even if I would have had somebody there to handle all the loose ends. I still was going to be nervous because I really give a fuck about this. So I'm always nervous. And then, um, like I said, bro, with this special, dog, like this is material that ain't tried and true. And, I mean, true enough, I can go up there and just be funny. But it's like, all right, I'm trying to do what I think is working. I'm trying to do what I think they're going to what specials are supposed to look like. And, again, I go back to God putting you in a space of, but that's not you. Like, Steph Curry, I get it. You want to win a dunk contest, but you shoot threes very well. You should pull up from the logo. And you always get brought back to ultimately what it is that I've given you the ability to do. So once you get to that, which we talked about off air, off mic, is that, bro, you just got to do you at the end of the day. So it's like, even even with me having a a guide on the side to kind of just keep me aligned with what I'm trying to do and what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm always going to lean back to you know, if the girl's talking in the audience and she got a leather jacket on, I'm going to make a reference to that. Mm. So, um, I try to prep. And, like, even when I do, a, even when I do, a, like, like I'm booked at Ann Arbor Showcase and all that, I'm probably going to get to about 40% of what I wanted to say. And then mm. the rest of it is going to be, because I want to have fun. And, I mean, and, and for me to give the energy that I need to give... Some type of spontaneity got to be involved. Yes, in it. Facts. you can't just repeat yourself, huh? Facts. I can, but it has to come in a way to where it feel like it came out of nowhere. For I feel Facts. the same exact way. And that energy will make somebody be like, like you said, y'all done seen me before and be like, why do he make this motherfucking shit look like he's making it up? Mm-hmm. And imagine a moment who never seen me before, on top of me making something up in the moment, then doing some shit that I've already had. 
like, prepared. In the, it just it's just like God damn, what is happening here? It's like it's magic, bro. But, uh, the first Bart, time I Bart saw just... you perform, I was like, I thought you were freestyling the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then I saw you the second time, and I was like, oh, it was a joke. I mm-hmm. I had no idea. Bart Bart described it best. He was like, you're a comic that I don't know what he was referencing, but he was like, it was this some shit that like you cut this person head off. And then two more heads appear. Mm. Like he was like, "That's that's what your joke style is like." It's I ain't like, never had mushrooms before, so like I you, don't know how to use that. Yeah. But I, take I don't know. I didn't know what that meant, but you he texted me that, it. and it's, I was like, "That's pretty accurate." Like, that's it's hard. Like, I want that screenshot. Yeah, he said yeah. you cut his head off, and two more heads appear. I'm not even yeah. sure exactly what that. I don't know what he was meant, but I knew what he was talking about. But 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 um, in reality, so. Because we got we to gotta wrap up. Emily, go crazy. Go. Okay. I was raised uh, in Detroit. No, <laughs> I feel like she's going to make me cry. <laughs> no, okay, I got another one. Actually, I got two more. Um, one is like, okay, so who did you look up to when you're doing comedy? Who do you look up to now? Was there somebody that like made you better? Somebody that like mentored you? Or is it all on your own? Like, who are your inspirations? Do locally mm. and like professionally okay well. cool 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 all right like i said tommy davidson he was on the living color yep. and like i said the first time i ever saw him was on that special that special Ill oscar proud did something to you <laughs> and i in the first part about it by that time i was grown i ain't give a fuck about it okay. like that but illin in philly tommy davidson was really the first thing i ever saw that made me want to be like that and then um patrice o'neill down the road Facts. became like somebody that like i'm almost scared how much similar i am I feel what he say when he well, like. You remind me a lot of Patrice. Bro, that's your, scary. Your podcast. What did I? I mess with you so much, scary? Patrice. Who? Why is that scary? Why because scary, Woody, yeah. Woody ended up never really. He was almost like unrealized potential. Yep. Where people was like, he kind of fucked himself up because he was like, all you gotta do is play the game. He and, got in his own way. And I don't want to play mm. the game. And I don't want to be something that I'm not. And like he said, like sometimes you know I don't feel like saying a joke the same way. Like like I'm more like I. Feel jokes more than like I want to say the clever shit. Like I know I can write a clever joke about White Claw, but mm-hmm. I'm really want to talk about it from a place of how I really feel about it. And it's for it's three people in this room. Two out of three may agree with it, but this one person may not, and I'm cool with that. I don't need everybody to be on board with what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But just understand that I have a difference of opinion, and it's still entertaining whether you agree with it or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's very scary to me, and I kind of am walking in that lightly. But Patrice, um, Conan O'Brien, I love really? Conan O'Brien. Mm. Conan O'Brien was like the fucking truth to me. Really? Mm. As far as like late night host went. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Late night. And then locally, oh, Kool-Aid was yeah, somebody RV. locally. Rest yeah, yeah, peace. rest in peace to Kool-Aid. I, I saw him, him one walk. time. Same. I only seen him once. At, at Baker's. Yeah. I saw him at, uh, uh, what's uh, Tony Roney room? Uh, Starters? Starters. Yeah. He was talking, I saw him one time, mm-hmm. man, Before, right before, like a week before he died. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. I think, and he was talking about um, uh, when people are like, text me, text me when you get there. I was like, mm. bitch, I'll text you if I don't get there. Like, yeah. No, no, no. He said, uh, what did yeah. he say? Uh, Text me, you know, you made it home. He's like, bitch, I'm not going home. I'm going over another yeah, bitch home. Yeah, yeah, bullshit with the pussy. Yeah. So Kool Aid. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Oh man, yeah. that was my it's shit. Some hoes he was in funny, this house. Man. Amen. 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 Kool Aid. Um, but do 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 boop 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 boop. Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Um, locally, uh, I had somebody else and I forgot. But uh, Coco. Uh, Coco, of course. These are legends. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm humbled that people like that. Who I woke up to, like Coco's on the radio, Foolish on the radio. These people call me. It's hard to look up to local motherfuckers when you 
right. are that nigga too. You know, and what I, I mean? don't right. feel like, like you. You, that... you are you. You on the same level as everybody you about to name. You know what I mean? mean? Yeah. I mean, and catch I me on the podcast five years from now saying Josh Adams. It's not even about yeah. looking up. It's like who do you like admire about the way they think and the way you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then that's a different conversation. Then, oh. um, uh, Pat Seaver. Hmm. Is one of my favorite yeah. comedians. Pat Seaver. Deep Pat, cut. Pat, 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 that's a deep, deep Pat cut. Pat Seaver is one of my favorite Pat comedians. Shit, dog. The way his mind works. Yeah. Now she just fucked it. Like when she said that, this yeah. just went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Shout I look up to Seaver. all the OGs that do comedy, but like people Diego, that I look too. at, like uh um, like I said, uh yep, Diego, um, the shit he get down with, um, uh Jay Will, mm-hmm. um, Melody Hearns. Melody's like a uh, Melody wow. was like Emily's like first like I like I comedy. I thought Melody was comic. like who the fuck is this? I love Melody, her. Yeah, Melody's Melody, like, Melody, <laughs> yeah. Melody's the I truth. Expect, I didn't expect that when I She's got that same thing like, that he's doing. One more, it's one more motherfucker that people just like it's Pat Steven, it's one more. I, I think it was Pat and Noah. I think Chat? it was Pat and Noah, mm-hmm. Noah Chat. Um, cause they're cause they they just have like such unique styles. You like, admire it's... you admire a skill set that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Kool Aid was Facts. like I see what Kool Aid doing on my. That's why I watch that. Black Porn. Shout out to you. <laughs> I mean Ebony, my bad. Ebony is cool, but Black Porn works. Yeah. I don't like typing in Ebony because like my sister named Ebony. It made me feel weird to type in Ebony. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, 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 that's cool. a good ass question. Like Who else? Who else do I fuck with for real? I love uh, all the comedians on the Grand Rapids side. I love Grand Rapids when I uh, mm. Grand Rapids. They like they love comedy out there, man. Facts, and, and yeah. Like they got like, a good I've, scene out there, bro. I've done I've done rooms where it was all Spanish people in there, and I've done the black circuit. I've done the mainstream. I won competitions out there. I love Grand Rapids. Indianapolis is a place I love doing comedy at. Um, is there anywhere you want to travel? To go do comedy? Uh, anywhere at this Wichita, point. Wichita, Kansas. Anywhere. I'm going to be in that bitch. Because you know what's crazy, dog? At the end of the day, no matter where you go, everybody, we all like, we all on the same shit. It's just about being able to translate your message in a way where everybody can get it. Like, you can go to Wichita, Kansas, or Waterloo, Iowa, and when you go there, man, people going to get you. You just got to mm-hmm. figure out. That's what comedy really is, is being able to be the best version of yourself no matter where you at. Because it's For nowhere sure. we go on this planet. Like, you know what I'm saying? On this planet where it, 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 when they can figure out how to translate it, that people ain't going through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And they can understand what it is. Like, that's just, that's really what it come down to, dog. Like, and I'm I'm recognizing that. And that's just giving me more confidence, bro. Well, that's a good-ass question. Well, that's, what's, uh, that's what's up. Um, I will say this. Like, my two favorite comedians in Detroit are in this room between Josh and Nick. Damn, Nick, look I, at I you. Re- I really mean that. <laughs> Jay Hunter I mean... gonna fuck you up. Shout out to Hunter. Like, like for real. Like, like I look at y'all niggas like the goats, bro. For real. Like, like I, I, I look up to both of y'all. I like, man. Like, That's crazy, Nick. How got... long you been doing comedy? When you out here, got motherfuckers looking up to you. He no, he been no, doing he comedy uh, shorter than I have. But oh, you like. Been doing it? What three years? Three years? Yeah, 2018. Wow. So yeah, so um, yeah. But now, now I can't even say the same thing because it seems like I'm lying. But I really, sure. I swear to God, my two favorite comics are you two, yeah, and then Boogie. Well, that's not just that two. It's, it's a three. <laughs> it's Boogie and then the rest. Of everybody. We did a show. Because <laughs> like, I mean, Josh, you funny comedian, but I really like Boogie more than I like you, bro. Well, Every first time, time he, I met Josh, he couldn't say my name without saying yeah. Boogie name. Like Boogie was in the room, bro, And Boogie is the truth. I the, love Boogie. The first time I yeah. met Josh. We were on the um, 
the sitting down with Thanos podcast. Rest in peace, Marco. The wow, Darkness yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah, and uh, he started a drinking game where every time I said boogie, we, we started just Because you talked about him every. Because you talked about him a lot. Because he blew my boogie. Fu- is he's the probably truth, he. He's your Josh Adams to me. Yeah. The funny thing about it is boogie be like motherfuckers do the same thing to me. Motherfuckers be like man boogie you funny but Josh man. It's, yeah. So it's just like when it's thing, not like you guys like, have the yeah. funniest jokes or shit. It's the stream of consciousness. It's the naturalness that in which you guys go up there and you can't even tell is he telling the joke is he just fucking when I started great comedy they have similar styles of yeah cause y'all can cause y'all can just be funny the funny but, thing about it Boogie started a little before me and he was like on the college circuit tough cause he in a fraternity mm-hmm. and people was like man Boogie don't never do the same jokes and I remember like man fuck this nigga <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just the, it's just the nigga in you like competitive yeah it's just like, like who the fuck is this nigga yeah. I'm fresh off like playing football and uh-huh. getting out and me and a man who fuck his cousin? Everybody on his dick. And then um, I met him, and then I was like, man, I kind of like this movie. Yeah. And I was, a, and, I was and I appreciate what he did, and I get mm-hmm. where people fucked with him. And then, like I said, that's my guy, man. Boogie is my guy. Boogie is Absolutely. one of the funniest comedians, bro. Some of the comedians, funniest comedians in the world, are here, bro. And I don't have that's a problem a with. Movie. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with nigga tipping my hat to any of them because, like I said, I feel like I just want to sit at the table with the greats. It's not no, mm-hmm. it's not no straight up. This the funniest person. It's a table where mm-hmm. everybody get to put they put they put their cat catalog on the table and be like, yeah, I'm able to be here. And Boogie right there, Mike Leary right there, and um, Kool-Aid is right there. And it's just like, that's all it is at the end of the day. So I don't have a problem with saying who is some of the funniest people in the world. Like, who are the top three comedians in Detroit oh, to you, in your me? opinion? No, to don't, don't answer that. Uh, don't, to me? I, I really want to know. Piss some people we, off. After, do after the podcast, uh-huh. please tell oh, me. No, yeah, after the podcast. Do it. I think what like is really cool about Detroit is y'all have a community that I I've I haven't personally seen other comedy scenes the way I've seen this one, mm-hmm. but I think just the fact that you have a group of people who are like working together, building each other up, like no matter what it is, like you gotta find your people and like I think y'all are are really inspirational in that fact. I'm glad that she see it that way because I'm mm-hmm. glad because it, it wasn't like that for a while. It was a lot of a uh, backbiting and they doing this thing and they doing that and it's all that. At the end of the day, bro, build the scene up yes. and. If Nick doing his thing, whether I like him or not, it's going to benefit me and mm. vice versa. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to speak crazy on you. You funny. Just because I don't like you don't mean shit. I can still be on the same show with you. Like, I don't know how it works in the mainstream, but I know it's people in on the urban side. I do all of it. But on the urban side, people will be like, oh, I ain't going to be on the show with this person. I'm going to hate on this motherfucker. I'm going to hate this person or make sure they don't get booked. I'm not going to do that, bro. Outside of you trying to physically make it into some shit, bro, we can be in the same building on the same show and do mm-hmm. whatever's popping. And like I said, Detroit... And Michigan, in general, has some of the funniest comedians in the world. And the light is being shined over here at this point in time. And we're nice. all going to be very successful, very rich, mm-hmm. and very prosperous at this point. And everything we do is going to turn to gold. And Speaking all this shit right here, mm-hmm. just the way uh, Opie and Anthony, all this shit, motherfuckers is going to go back and look at this shit and listen to this. Mm-hmm. Years from now, shit, we just don't think it's nothing right now. We mm-hmm. just sitting here right now with a dog sleep up under a desk. <laughs> and motherfuckers is going motherfuckers is gonna to pull philosophies for life for my glasses. So thank y'all, man, for having hey, me. Hey, or, um, or thank you. Like if I you said, move in two weeks, I'll be so I'm mad. Be, I'm gonna be hot. But fucking uh like I said, y'all the y'all the two comedians. I, I think y'all the two funniest motherfuckers that are man, in the scene. I appreciate it. And uh Josh 
like thank you so much for like thank once you. again blessing our podcast though. Uh you. can you tell people where they can find you at? Hey, bro, bro. No, we gotta do a W first. Oh no, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You. Emily. Uh, the lady keeping your own point. Son. Okay, so before we see that's why see? she got a ring on her finger. So Josh, before we leave, you see? Uh, what's the what's the W you took? Uh the special I just shot this Saturday. Mm-hmm. That uh Yes. That uh Bart and EJ and Chef and Noah shot. Even though I didn't know what was going on, I trust what's going on. And like I said, it's in the hands of EJ, Evan. I, I would have never let this motherfucker be the one. But Evan is going to edit it. And I'm very confident in what he's going to do with it because, you know what I'm saying, him being a comedian and a contemporary and also somebody who just a, happens to be a supporter. I hate to say word fan, but a fan of what I do. I feel like he I'm knows what he like. All right, this is going to be the best representation of him. So I feel like it's going to be great project so i feel like that's a w mm. in itself right there and Absolutely. i ain't just say that because he's on here it's just like when he told me that that's a w for me Absolutely. i feel like it's in good hands so i'm just i mean uh i am excited about that and if you want to look for me and find me because i'm looking for in myself uh a young lady to have me hold my back down and sit back and drink seltzer mm. water while i get drunk with my <laughs> friends and keep me on board you can follow me on Instagram at Josh Adams with three Z's, J-O-S-H-A-D-A-M-S-Z-Z-Z. No spaces. Holler at me, man. Follow me, man, and support everybody that's in here. And um, hey, man. Please oh, I do. just want to say this, man. Rest in peace to a friend of mine, Archangel, who passed away like a wee, about two, three weeks ago. I just want to say that because he was a big supporter of mine. And mm. um, he passed. Not even a COVID. Just he just had a bunch of other shit going on. So. Okay. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace to Ar- yes, Archangel, Archangel, was it? Yeah, Archangel, yeah, yeah, Archangel. Rest in peace, Archangel. Um, Josh, uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have you on this bitch, dog. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Nick, where they can find you at? Uh, same shit as him, man. Last, My first name, last name, and then three of the last letter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Nick, Don't you ever get sick of that? Three Don't wise. You ever... Oh, you got three what? I got uh, so it's my my. Uh, it's another is, Nick Kelly out here. What do you mean? No, no, no. no. <laughs> there's plenty, I guess. Sure like, it's Nick Kelly, K E L L E Y Y Y. Oh, and man. you not only three did Z's you have to go to the Y's. S, but you had to go to the three Z's. I went to three wow. Z's because uh, he's so slept on. You slept see the on. shirt, but I, ah. I, but my name's so fucking. You know what I'm saying? Out there that it's like, I couldn't... I'm not famous enough to be like, hey, hey, Instagram, I want to take this name from this lame motherfucker who yeah. just happened to jump on <laughs> So I had to put the three Z's on my shit. So All right. I'm gonna keep it, so I'm going to keep it to them. Y'all got, any, y'all got anything coming up? Josh, you got anything coming up? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be out in uh, Maple Heights, uh, Ohio, on the first Sunday of April. Shit, let me run my little calendar down because I'm popping. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it's come yeah. out. Go ahead. But yeah, the 4th of It'll April. will be out on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm on um, Maple Heights. I'm coming down there. So hide, hide the thick bitches. Um, I'm in Pontiac on the 17th of April and the 24th of April. I'm back. Oh, I'm in Livonia and that's mm. popping in Orlando 31st of uh, You're in May. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, that, that, that's tentative. Who? How long are you going to stay in Florida? Uh, as long as I can afford. I'm going to go down here and kick it <laughs> and come back. Because I still work. Never be a fucking a fan. Never be ashamed to work, man, because you mm-hmm. got to support what it is you do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, people be like weird to be like, oh, I'll do this. It's like, no, bro, I got to I gotta still make a little money Fact. on side of what I'm already doing. So, that's yeah, that's what's popping with me. Nick, you got any dates? I'm at Ridley's this Wednesday Ooh. for the open mic. Shout out to Mark. <laughs> no. <dude. laughs> I got a couple of woos in there. There's yeah, an open mic. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shit. The mic nigga. Shit. But I had to call the week before and they <laughs> called me back. Uh, so it'll be dropping on Wednesday. Anyways, and then the 27th, we got Passover. So don't forget about your Jewish families. And then um, <laughs> 28th, we got Palm Sunday. So get that shit. 
going. And then, but uh, March 30th, I'll be at JB's Whiskey in Battle Creek. That's what's up. Uh, Al? Uh, find me on Instagram, Emily, three underscores, Cole. Three hundred. That's all. Thank you. Yeah. That's my wife. And I'm EJ Watson, one, one, one. Uh, obviously, follow at that or the Ride Along podcast. We all got to change our names, I think. Two I'm going to have to change mine anyways. All of our Watson. names are ass. Uh, I didn't know what else to put. Hey, yeah. EJ Watson's already been taken. But anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the point is, Josh, thanks for once again. One more time, thanks for for being on. So I get to be on these dope ass uh, little clips you be putting up on with the letters oh, yeah. and shit. Absolutely, I can't fucking wait. Absolutely, a clip coming out with you. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Um, this has been the Ride Along Podcast. Boom like penis or whatever the fuck I say. <laughs> boom like penis. Okay. Boom like boom like firecrackers. Johnson's like penis. There's a song I'm about to play. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Ride Along Podcast. Good. Hey, shut up. I'm trying to do my outro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Goodbye. This the shit they wish we never had. This the shit they make a nigga hop right in that bag. This that Micah Shorty a check and telephone. Pop a tag. Talking money to the sacks. If she riding for me, I put her on ice so she can relax. Niggas ain't talking about the past. The future here. Yeah, this shit can't pass. I know. Same boat come up, but you can never run us. She tryna do some fun stuff. She say show her a good time. I'm like, what you got in mind? You know we already fried. I'ma be blunt, no need to stun. I'm trying hit it from behind. She gon' throw it back. She ain't got time to be reading signs. They thought I was stuck. I scrambled out and threw it down. I dribbled out and cashed some shit from 15 feet behind the line. They like he a different kind. Most of niggas you see with me on the same fucking time. Elevated like this part of 98, 99. Been on ice, been on Arctic Ocean They heard the flow too potent, blowing up from coast to coast And they ain't think that we was focused, we stay low and do the most But now it's time for those to open, run right through them if they closing Yeah, niggas run, they move Pinocchio and we trying to seize the moment She text me early morning, she leaving the club, she horny I ain't been to sleep, we zoning Can't stop thinking about making that fire Can't stop thinking about mom's retired Can't stop thinking about wasting time Did I take too long, I get too high Sinners got missed and I missed the signs, I... Fuck a misconception. Now they feeling threatened. Now they see a step. Overdraft they said. Yeah. I rep your fucking set terms. They the lesson. Need at least two sections. Now they going to Texas. Fly out from Texas. Stay away from stretches. I rest easy nips. He was only getting better. Stacking up the channel. Showing us how to pull the level. Lifting everybody up a level. I ain't get to meet you, but you a legend. This for the fallen ones and the rebels. This for my radicals trying to stay clever. This for my young niggas with no rocks in the best. We got all that shit coming. Whatever you want, you get. If you stay down and stay true to your time, it's the grind. I get ugly, but promise is worth the stress. Ah, ah. It's the B double O M. Is that line on G? That's him. Did it all on a whim. You still learning how to swim. I grew some gills and some ah, ah. Some gills in the fin, now I'm killing for your limbs. Heavy, something like a Tim, chasing after every M. Used to focus on the rim, try to be like Mike and them. Guess that wasn't meant for him. Now I got a different gym. Now they asking who I am. Jumped in the booth to reap a grim. Late night, the lights dim. Step up to the plate and I'ma knock it out the park, park. Niggas ain't no shit, we bout to spark up at the park, park. I've been drinking heavy, mixed a light and a dark, dark.
about to teach a lesson, class and session about to Put the car in park and I proceed to get the Ain't been in the hood, somebody talking to the Pockets call them Subway cause they always stay with These boys they don't want no money, only want some credit Review your bitch like Reddit, then sold that bitch on Craigslist Just got back from three flights, spent five days, four nights on sea life Like I gotta get my life right when I hop up off this cruise life Vacation got my mind right, vacations keep my grind up Retwist and cop the fresh braids, can't forget the lineup Now we back in mode, icy lifestyle to the world blow I've been vibing with the strippers, I've been hanging with the tippers Seen money, man, in Vegas, started thinking bigger Picture perfect, paint a picture, all my niggas way richer Keeping money over bitches, never flipping, never switching Flipper did a backflip out in DR Dear Mr. Deer, how she greet me Lovely describes how she treats me Swear I love swimming in the Fiji Drip Lord Fiji Double double every night, we just roll two cones Double flight, two girls, just me Still a double date, life's great Burrito, plenty sour cream, and chicken by me steak Drop the bomb, shout out boom, clear the room Real niggas in the space, fix your face, don't catch a case. Feel the safe, feel the safe. Cop a crib, cop a whip. Told the chick, what you tell her? You can get whatever you like. Like tip, don't trip, just sip. Plate and I'ma knock it out the hard park. Niggas ain't no shit, we bout to spark up at the hard park. I've been drinking heavy, mixed the light and the dark, dark. Session session about to start, start Put the car and park and I proceed to get the head, head Ain't been in the hood, somebody talking to the feds, feds Pockets call them subway cause they always stay with bread, bread.